welcome to this week's episode. It's a little different from, from our normal uh, weekly show. Uh, we did take a little break, um, but we are back. Some of us, technically. The show's back. Uh, I am here recording uh, with a very, very special guest. A huge guest. You might even say a big guest. Um, our, our very own commissioner of the Squadcast Prediction League, Big Tony himself. How's it going, sir? I'm doing well. Doing well, Ed. How are you? Good, sir. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate you uh, coming and being a guest host uh, this week on the show. Absolutely. I enjoy being here in uh, you know spacious Baron Developer Studios. Um, you know, it is a little bit lonely by myself here, though, but, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or maybe I'm doing this from home. It could be one of that. That could of be one of the, yeah. Well, we'll let the listeners decide. That's, that's on them, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. We think, again, again, thank you for Tony for joining us. Uh, Tucker is away in the, the beautiful, beautiful islands of Hawaii right now. Oh gosh. Himself. Some of his pictures that he's posted. Oh, they're stunning. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Beautiful. It's so jealous right now. Yeah. It's, you know, what's crazy. I have like four or five people that I know that are in Hawaii right now. <laughs> But everybody went at the same time. Didn't yeah, invite you. I, I guess. Hey, I guess there were good deals uh, around this time. Uh, maybe I'm actually I'm actually house sitting right now, so I'm recording this in in the in the house that we're we're um, me and my wife are, are house sitting at. They're actually in Hawaii right now, so you oh. know that's why I'm, I'm saying it's like everyone everyone decided to go to Hawaii at this time. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's been love. I've I've loved seeing Chris and 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 this family. Like the pictures have been have been beautiful. Yeah. Um, and he seems very relaxed, which is oh, yeah. great. Yeah, you know, it's 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 been it's been a long couple of years of, of of that schoolwork. So he's like, it's a this is his. Uh, I, I think they're actually this is their wedding um, honeymoon that they actually didn't take when they when oh, they, they got married. Oh, okay, that's yeah, yeah, no, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. obviously, he didn't. I don't think he went anywhere at all, right? No, no, no. I don't or, think so. I, I think they were waiting, and I think they finally took their their and their um, honeymoon. So this is it. So. Hmm. Good on them. I'm happy for them. They look happy. They they seem like they're having a really good time. So, Tucker, I know you're probably going to listen to this, buddy. We miss you. Have a good time. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Can't wait um, to get back, man. Yeah. And then also we wanted to, um, you know, mention uh, if you saw the post that that Ben uh, had made a couple, I think what was it was last week, I believe, um, you know, saying, you know, giving an update on, on his wife and the whole situation with her. And he wants to, you know, I don't want to speak for him, but, you know, uh, he definitely, definitely um, appreciates all the good and, and nice messages that you guys have sent. So, you know, it's, it's very much appreciated from, from our side, too. Um, it's been a tough time, so we want to give Ben and his family all the love and all the, all the good vibes. And, and he just wanted to let you guys know that it's, it's very much appreciated. So keep sending yeah, everyone, them. Everyone definitely just keeps sending the good vibes to Ben and his family. You know, they need it. It's... Uh, Tough situation, but boy, oh boy, it's you know uh, I'm sure all the good messages and everything helps. Yeah, you know it, it's it's I, I'm sure it, it's very uplifting and, and you know you need all the the spirit you know the the you know getting your spirit up as much as possible. I'm sure in a, a time like this, so um, you know I want to say you know and you know Ben he appreciates it and, and keeps sending the messages because the, they they appreciate it. Um. So, Big Tony, I want, I want you to, because this is the first time I'm sure a lot of people are, are hearing your voice. You know, you've been part of the show uh, for a couple years now with this prediction game. And, and uh, so I want, I want to give you a chance. Like, let's, let's talk to you about, about your, your fandom, 
you know, when did you, when did you start coming to games and, and your background in, in, in soccer in the galaxy? Well, uh, the first game I went to was 1996, the home opener, um, at the Rose Bowl, which was absolutely insane. The, uh, the parking and traffic, that's the part that I remember the most. We, uh, <laughs> my brother and I took a bus from, uh, where we're at, right? We're in Mission Viejo. This is where it was, this is where we loaded up on the bus. And we, then we took like a hour and a half bus ride up there. That was, you know, some, all of these galaxy fans together got to the stadium, you know, parked, uh, and luckily <laughs> because the, the traffic was so insane. Um, we got there well before the game. It was one of those things that like, Oh yeah, you're going to get there, you know, two or three hours before the game, walk around, have fun, whatever. Um, and then like an hour after the game, we're out trying to get out of there. And I think it took like three or four hours to get home. It was terrible. Oh, oh man. Yeah. That does not sound fun. <laughs> no, no, it was, it was awful. And it was just one of those things you're sitting on the bus. So it's not like, you know, when before, like recently when we've had, you know, like the game versus Barcelona or some, or the Real Madrid game at the, um, Rose Bowl, you could, you know, like, well, we're not going anywhere. Let's, uh, you know, open up, put up the grills again. Let's start cooking. Let's start having some fun, start drinking after the game and just relax until everything's empty. Then we can go home. Mm. Um, it was not like that. We were on the bus and we had to stay there. It sucked. And it wasn't even one of those really nice coach ones. It was a, an old school bus that had been painted white. And, you know, so they like the ones that, bought it. The ones that like the, the, the churches convert. Yeah, exactly. So it was like, you know, the seats that had no, like the most uncomfortable seats that you stuff those kids into, uh, you know, that only half, uh, you know, go up halfway in your back uh, and then you're squeezed in with two people. It's, you know, so me and my brother sharing a seat and it's like, oh man, this is, <laughs> it was miserable, but it was, it was a fun game. The thing that I remember most was is really just the traffic and the bus ride because it was so bad. <laughs> that was the thing I remember. I know we won, but like I, I remember Kobe scoring, and I don't know what happened on the other goal. I forget the guy's name that scored it. Um, but it was it was a crazy time. It was a lot of fun, and it's like, hey, all right, soccer in America is here. Because like before that, uh, you know, my brother and I, we went to, you know, a bunch of World Cup games back in 94. And then even, you know, before that, we were, or actually it should be yeah, in between that, was we were a season tickets holder for the LA Salsa. I was going to ask you if you've won to any of the Salsa games. Oh, yeah. They played okay. over in Cal State Fullerton. So that was relatively close for me and my brother growing up in Orange County. So we were season ticket holders for them. And we saw a ton of Galaxy players who used to play there. Is the thing. So, like, Danny Pena was a member of the Salsa. Uh, mm-hmm. Zach Isbin. Um, gosh, there were some other ones. I, I can't think of them all right now, but it was like all these guys are like, oh, yeah, no, wait, I remember seeing him. And there they are now playing MLS. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I'm not trying to, to age you on the show, but. Um, oh, yeah. No, that's right. I'm old. I <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was, I was eight when, when MLS was created. So. <laughs> You know, we would we would go sporadically because of you know we were playing AYSO and, and stuff like that. So we'd go you know every couple couple times a year, especially you know my mom trying to drag two kids and, and you know eight and I think my brother was ten at the time <laughs> trying to drag two 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 kids to games in Pasadena from Long Beach was probably not uh, the easiest of treks for her. Um, I wouldn't imagine so. 
No, it's, that's that's awesome though. That was one of the things that actually kept me away from not going to too many games was that drive because we'd go from Huntington Beach, my brother lived in Costa Mesa at the time, but we went, you know, go from there and we drive up, you know, two hours, you know, 57, whatever, up to the, uh, eventually up to the 210 and the 210 across. But we'd only do like anywhere from five to 10 games a year. You know, we did that for so many years. And then, that's you know, a lot. Like, I'm sure there's a lot more than people are willing to drive. So, I mean, that's, it was, <laughs> well, you know, it felt like it was hardly any, but it would be like, you know, some years were more, some years were less. And yeah, when yeah. they moved into uh, the Home Depot Center in, uh, you know, uh, next to Dominguez Hills there in Carson, I, it's, I was ecstatic. I was like, oh, we're totally getting uh, season tickets. Uh, even a friend and I were uh, a guy I used to work with. We even looked into what are the costs of a uh, luxury box. Oh, wow. We we're like, hmm, maybe we can swing this somehow. <laughs> <laughs> but then it was like we called, we talked to the guy, and it's like, no, they're all completely sold out. So. We didn't even get that option. Wow. Yeah, no, we, so when they, when they built the stadium down, down in Carson, uh, that's when we started going regularly because that the stadium is on street. It's probably like a 15 minute drive from where, for where my, my mom lives. So that's when we started going like regularly going to those games. Cause nice. like 15 minutes is, is a lot easier than driving to Pasadena. Oh, for, yeah. for, for <laughs> well, from, you know, from Huntington beach or Westminster, it, you know, it would take me, nah, you know, 30 minutes or so, which I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, hop on the profile and they're pretty quick. I'm in, I can do that. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. Uh, well, I'm glad you're here, dude. Seriously. I, I thank you for being on again. I uh, always happy to be on. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so let's get into a little bit of a uh, G2 stuff. Um, I know, I know you mentioned uh, you, you're not a big follower of, the, of G2. So, um, and I, I mean, uh, you know, if you've listened to the show, you, you know, me and Chris are, are definitely, definitely in on, on the, the G2, on the developmental side of it. So we'll just go I, through this real quick. Yeah, um, I, I, unfortunately, I don't have the time to you know, follow a second team. I would <laughs> love to be, I would like to be there and, you know, show up and watch games because, I mean, I, I just love soccer, but yeah, I just, I just don't have the time to make the commitment to that. Oh, no, I, I get but it, man. I get it. And it's, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely an acquired taste to, to go and, and watch a USL game. Um, I mean, even the people, people will make fun of MLS for, for being a lower uh, caliber and ML and USL is just, it's just another level, you know, but I love it. I, I love seeing the, seeing the kids, you know, have these, especially now you get a lot of these, a lot of these players are going to come up and, and play on the first team. So get, get, get a little <laughs> to, the, to the future of the team, which is what H. I, I've gone and watched college soccer, so it's you know, it, and I coach you know uh, youth soccer, so I've seen bad soccer. I it's, I can't complain. You're like I, you know what? I can watch bad soccer. That's fine. Yeah, you know, and actually, the first one of the first college soccer matches I ever saw was in 1989. It was UCLA versus I want to say it was Washington State. My brother went to UCLA, so I went and uh, visited him, and we went to a soccer match. And you know who was playing for UCLA at that point? Was that what is that Kobe was there? Kobe Jones, hell yes. Was was Siggy coaching the team at that time? Um, I don't know if Siggy was the coach at that point, but Kobe Jones was playing. And I and like I vividly remember he scored a goal and like insisted, and I was thinking, that guy's good. I would like to see was he gonna get somewhere. That's and then, amazing. you know, eventually, but that was I, I first time I ever saw him. And I didn't realize, you know, how big of a deal it was gonna be. It was just, you know, because I was a, 
I think it's a high school. I was in high school at that point. My brother was in college and I was like, yeah, I went up there, saw that. So that was amazing. So I just looked it up real quick. It says Siggy was the coach from 1980 to 99. Okay. Well, yeah, he would have been there. He would have been there too. That's crazy. (laughs) That's awesome. So let's talk a little GCU. I'm gonna go over the facts real quick. Um, Mm -hmm. The Galaxy played uh, Phoenix Rising this past weekend, um, the third Saturday, uh, to a three nothing loss. Uh, not a great performance from the from the G two, but not terrible. I mean, they they were in it. Um, they got scored on in the twenty second minutes, uh, and then again on the forty sixth. So literally right after uh, the second half started, they got scored on again, um, and then they got scored on the third goal. Came in the sixty sixth minute. So. Um, you know, by halftime, it was, it was pretty much done. Uh, Galaxy really didn't look like they were going to score uh, too many goals in this game. They did end up getting 19 shots off, though, and six on target. So it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a total uh, lack of an effort on their end to try to get a goal in this game. Well, Phoenix one of the, is one of the top teams, right? The, Phoenix, uh, Phoenix is, is really, really good. <laughs> They've definitely yeah. been one of the top teams in the last couple of years. And it's not uh, still Drogba that's uh, the coach or coach player coach, right? I, I think he's moved he's, on. He might still own part of the team. Oh, okay. The last time I remember him and like some DJ, like Diplo, I think his name is. Like it's like there's a couple of, uh, <laughs> I, I even think like uh, one of the dudes from like what Fallout Boy, like Pete Wentz or something like that. There was, there was a couple like celebrity <laughs> owners at one point that bought parts of, of the Phoenix mm. team. And I'm, I'm not quite sure if they're still owners or not, but. Uh, yeah, they're, 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 they've been one of the best teams in the last couple of years for sure. Uh, currently, they're sitting first in the Pacific Division uh, mm-hmm. with 22 points in, on 10 games. Um, they have a record of 7-2-1. and one. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're definitely, definitely one of the best teams, best teams in the league. And the Galaxy haven't, haven't fared too well against them in, in the last couple of, uh, of, of games they've played against them. I remember they've, they've pretty much been beaten up every single time they play them. So uh, <laughs> it's never it's – never, uh, never, you don't really feel good when you play against Phoenix. Like I'm not really expecting much when the Galaxy do play against them mm-hmm. and, uh, and expect much from that team. But, but the um, G2, they're, uh, what's it called? They, they're almost in the playoffs, right? Are they – So last year they, they made the playoffs for the first time in, in a little while. Right. Um, and this year, so far, they're, they're currently in the playoff position. Uh, they're slipping a little bit, though. Um, they currently have a record of 3-6-3, three, and three, uh, and that they've lost four of the last five games. Um, and they've only gotten one point out of the last five games. They got a, they got a draw against uh, Orange County on June the 23rd. Um, so they started off a little hot, and then now it's, 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 there's a dip in form. Uh, yeah, it's 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 been a little rough just because with G two it's the the lineup kind of changes from week to week. Um, you don't really know if you're gonna have guys like um, um, Williams was 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 with the team for a while, but then he got called up to to when he got he got signed for the first team, um, and then um, and that'd be Augie Williams, right? Augie Williams, yeah, yeah. Um, Not to be mistaken with the other with Dell Williams, yes. So Augie Williams got called, got you know signed his, his contract with the first team, um, but still hasn't featured for them yet. But he has been on the G two roster uh, for a couple of games this season so far. Even with G two, he hasn't really um, started many matches, mm-hmm. uh, and so and when he has played, it's it's not been great. Uh, we'll talk about Augie a little bit later on too, because uh, he was for the first time I believe this season on the bench for for the first team Galaxy. 
Um, and so we'll, we'll get to that a little bit later, but yeah. Um, when they played Phoenix, uh, they, they had five subs on their bench. Uh, one of them was, was a goalkeeper. So technically only, you know, four subs, usually, you know, what you make, uh, for Kranis made his return after mm-hmm. being injured for a couple weeks. Uh, so that's good to see him back with the, with the, with the team. Uh, he played about 30 minutes. Uh, we might need him to get back to fitness for the first team because uh, we're a little thin on center backs up there. So uh, hopefully for Candace can get back to, to, um, to fitness fast. Cause I mean, we might need to call him back up pretty soon with all our injuries and stuff on the, on the first team. Uh, yeah. Well, that's, that's what I was thinking. Like at least this coming game on Wednesday, or do we have a, uh, a G2 player that they can call up to put on at least on the bench in case there is another emergency? Because at this point, you know, we're playing uh, Rayanne um, there as a center back. Yeah. So that's a a bit concerning. It's, it's looking like they're probably not going to be able to, they're not going to call someone up from G2 just because, uh, for Kranis isn't isn't uh, fit. I don't think he's fit really to play a full ninety. Um, I mean, maybe you can call him for for maybe a sub role. Uh, but I know Jalen Neal is still coming back from his injury. He's just getting back into training. Not even not even kicking a ball yet. Uh, but he's just getting back into training for his uh, stress fracture that he had in his ankle. Uh, so it's going to be a little bit before he even comes back. Um, we have uh, people. Gonzalez is gone with Gold Cup. You have. Who else? Uh, Sega Kulabali, who went down with an injury, uh, but they're not too sh- not too quite sure if he's um, if he'll be back for Wednesday or not. He's he's questionable, so maybe hopefully you know it wasn't that serious when he came out of the game on on Sunday. So maybe he'll be back. Um, but you, I mean, you had Ryan, which we found out from the pronunciation of the game on on Sunday to pronounce his last name is Revolution. Revolution. So. <laughs> We've been saying that wrong for months now. So we finally have a confirmation about how you say that. So Ryan, Ryan Revolution. So we'll probably, I'll probably mess it up multiple times anyways too. <laughs> Pretty much guaranteed. Pretty much guaranteed. Yes, 100%. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, we'll see how, how the center backs, uh, how, this, how, we, how that situation goes because it's going to, it's looking a little, our, the position that we had so much coverage for is now like the one we're like, ooh. I don't know if we even have enough bodies to, to fill up for, for oh, a first team. And not to jump forward to into the Galaxy news, but we're still talking G2, but is Steris considered healthy at this point? Or, I mean, is he back to training? Is he I, – I, I don't know, like, what he went down with initially. So the last time he was Steris, it was a hamstring issue. Mm-hmm. And I think he's still not quite ready to come back. So he's, he's still going to be out as well. So we're, we're definitely very, very light on center backs that are available to us. So wow. we'll, see, we'll see tomorrow, or by the time you guys listen to this tonight, um, on Wednesday for their game against Dallas. But um, finishing up with the G2 stuff, I want to say um, that G2 will play this Sunday, uh, July 11th, at Dignity Health Sports Park at 5 p.m. Um, like I said, G2 have lost four out of the last five. Um, the last time that the G2 played Tacoma uh, was actually pretty recently. Um, like two weeks ago, they played them to it, and then Tacoma beat them 2-0. Uh, G2 are currently fourth in, in the Pacific with 12 points from 12 games, and Tacoma's right below them uh, in fifth with 11 points from nine played. Uh, so it's pretty – and it's, the fourth place is where 
the cutoff is for the for the playoff um, position. So, so Tacoma's uh, got three games in hand. Yeah, USL is weird, man. Wow. So there's like teams in our, our division who have played ten. We played twelve. Um, Oakland has only played six games. <laughs> Sacramento's okay. only played nine games. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. I just so actually they Tacoma have actually played ten games. Sorry. Mm. So, but still two games in hand on us and yeah. with only a point behind. So yeah, it's, it's, it's not looking good if the galaxy two don't get, don't get their act together and then pick up some points here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, absolutely. They need to get some wins then. Yeah. Cause they're not, not too far behind either. Las Vegas lights on 10 points. Uh, even the Sacramento Republic are on eight points with only nine games played. So they make up those games in hands and they can easily, you know, they can easily see uh, G2 at the bottom of the, of the standings pretty quickly. Yeah. Everyone's just nipping at their heels right now. Boy. Yeah. 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 Um, so uh, again, uh, Galaxy 2 are three, six and three on the season where Tacoma are three, four and two. Uh, I, I believe they're still not letting fans into the scene for these games. So the only way you'll be able to watch it will be on ESPN plus again, the game is this Sunday, July 11th at 5 p.m. So if you want to get a, a nice uh, early dinner, watch the G2. Uh, hopefully they, they pick up a point against Tacoma. Um, let's get into some Galaxy news now. Uh, this one's very fresh. Uh, came out on Tuesday. Well, it came out on Monday, I believe, from uh, Corner of the Galaxy posted this, and it got confirmed to, on Tuesday uh, that Julian Rajo has, been, was, has signed an extension with the Galaxy uh, and is actually now going to be a U22 uh, part of the U22 initiative. Uh, so Rajo has signed a four-and-a-half-year extension. And uh, this is from our, our, our friend Tucker, because he was uh, talking about this earlier today. So I asked him if I could uh, say this on the show. But um, this is what, how the mechanism kind of works with, with, the, with the Rajo signing with the, the new extension. Uh, he says, basically, he's converted from a, a reserve roster spot that costs us no money to a senior roster spot that costs us 150 grand in annual salary. In exchange, because he hasn't, uh, he wasn't a homegrown player as a U22, we save 100% of, of a transfer fee when he eventually moves. Because the deal is a four and a half years, uh, we are significantly stronger financial position uh, post World Cup, which is what I think we're really working on. Um, so basically, what we're saying, you know, you know, Efrain, or no, sorry, Efrain, uh, Julian has been, you know, getting some sniffs from from some uh, European teams. So. Uh, this kind of guarantees us, you know, make sure that we get paid for, for when, the, get the when Julian transfer fee. Yeah. When Julian, you know, and he's, he's, he's destined to, to go on to another team. So, or another it team seems like it. he is definitely a solid enough player that, uh, you know, he can do so. And I, is this, uh, I, I, I'm kind of wondering, is this DTK that is making the decision of like, okay, we know we're going to end up having to sell this guy. And so let's sign him and, you know, get the money. Or is this, other people in the organization making like these calls. No, this is definitely a DTK sign or DTK uh, move for sure. Mm. Yeah. You know, we've, we've seen situations where we had, you know, the, the Alex Mendezes and the um, Ulysses Yanez where these guys who, you know, uh, were, were probably our biggest um, prospects coming up in the Academy and, and through G2 and just were swooped up by German teams and, and, and we got nothing for them. So yeah. I think this is this definitely they saw where, you know, especially under DTK where he's like, I, this cannot happen again. Uh, and then it did happen when uh, Kobe Hernandez Foster was 
uh, also swooped up by I think Werder Bremen. Like I think maybe like a year <laughs> later. Uh, but no, no, Julian. Now Julian is is on an extended contract, which is good. You know, if a team wants to come in and 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 try to you know buy him out, you know, before I think he was he was, I think his contract might have ended by the end of this year. So now that they have the the extension, you know, they actually will get paid for him. If if uh, you know, I think there was like teams like Juventus or. There was there were some teams that were coming around sniffing around from like Port, I think Sporting, um, hmm. in Portugal. Some other teams were, were coming around and, and asking about him. So, this is this is the way for us to get paid for for a, a guy that you know we essentially brought up and and you know on the cusp of of U.S. men's national team stuff. So, you know, good if we get paid, let's get paid. You know, and if yeah. we keep, if we keep Julie well, for a year, you know, hey, good. Well, I realize this is probably a question for Tucker. But why doesn't why don't we have a mechanism with those you know the G two or you know USL contracts or players or academy players that we can you know maintain there and get some of the transfer fee when they do move because like you know if you look at a you know European uh, club they would have they would get they benefit, you know, because they develop that player. I know that U.S. soccer is different, that, you know, down the, the stream, those clubs don't get anything out yeah. of where he came from. But because it's all, you know, galaxy, shouldn't we be able to set up something so we do get paid for that? Well, I think, yeah. I mean, I think the reason why we didn't get money for the other guys is because they were, uh, I believe, they weren't contracted, at least under the, the first team, and I think their contracts with the with G two were were expiring. Um, mm-hmm. So that's when the the Galaxy, because I the, I believe the Galaxy actually offered them contracts to be homegrown, oh. homegrown, uh, be on homegrown player contracts. Uh, but there's a whole fishy situation with um, their agent. Right. Who, yeah. The uh, the guy who was in charge of the academy, his brother. Right. Yeah. So there's a whole situation with with them and and telling them not to not to actually sign with the first team that they're gonna you know, get them contracts with Germany, you know, in Europe and stuff like that. It's a whole situation. Uh, so it's, yeah. And they got, they, they got straight up fired. So, uh, <laughs> you know, so, you know, I think the thing now it's, it's about locking down these players and actually getting them on, on team deals and then, you know, selling them if, if the team comes around to, to actually wanting to buy them. So I, th- I think that's the whole situation we're trying to figure out with uh, another one of the players is Mauricio Cuevas, who, I mean, honestly was probably one of our best players, mm-hmm. uh, especially one of our best uh, prospects coming up. Uh, just he's a left back. So we have, you know, two, three other guys who are ahead of him on the first team. Um, but we'll see with him. Cause he hasn't even featured on, he hasn't even been on the bench this season for, for G2. Um, and there, that's a whole nother situation thinking, you know, we've tried to find information about, about him. Um, Cause I, I, if you, you know, read on like transfer market is, is where I get a lot of information from. His his contract technically it seemed like it expired uh, last year. December was was when it expired, or the first of you know January. Hmm. But he's been around the team. Um, we've heard that him not playing is a coach's decision. So, which seems weird if someone who's not contracted to your team, why would you need yeah. to have be a coach's decision uh, for him not to play if he's just not <laughs> he's just not even a contracted player? So why would you need to have him? Anyways, um, but yeah, I think I think I think the with DTK, you know, 
with uh, Mendez and, and, and Yanez, it was kind of a little before his time. Like he just got yeah. there when those guys were, were, were leaving. So I think they had already been, you know, made up their mind. And, and at that, at that point, uh, I don't think anyone think anything was changing in their mind. So. Yeah. It was one of the, one of DK's, DTK's first moves was to fire the, uh, uh, fire the, the coach of the academy. <laughs> yeah. His name was. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. So he he's so, like, okay, yeah. well that guy's gone. I, yeah, I think this is this is you know one of those steps into keeping keeping our guys and make sure that you know we get paid for for developing these a lot of these players, especially these young guys. Uh, yeah, and then because also the the rumor is that um, Fraeen is going to get one of these U twenty two deals. So, so put him on on one of these deals. You know, there's been a lot of rumor of him uh, sniffed around by by uh, Chivas of Guadalajara. So you know. That's another player, you know, that's been getting a lot of press, uh, you know, especially with the whole, you know, international, um, uh, the dual international stuff. So, you know, and, and, you know, him featuring more for the Galaxy and him getting sniffed around by some, some teams in, in Mexico and, and possibly Europe, you know, you want to lock these guys down so you can, you can get paid eventually when they, when they, get, when they get sold, if they, if they get sold, you know? Yeah. Well, so whenever, the, with Efrain, it seems like whenever there's big rumors that come out, about him being transferred. He plays really well. And then when those rent rumors get debunked or get kind of die down, <laughs> he's terrible. He disappears. He needs to like the big contract to motivate him or something. I don't know. You know, there's those players though. Those are those players who, you know, uh, you know, they get motivated by stuff like that. You know, if that's what, yeah, that's him, you know, Hey, if, if we can do it where, where he still gets paid and it's not going to be really affect our, our payroll that much. Like, Hey, you know, I'm all for it, especially if you know the. It's ideal to to have him on a contract and sell him and and still get because you get 100 of 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 his transfer fee and you get 100 of of all the money you make on that sale. So, yeah, you know why not do it? But is that 100 percent actually to the team, or is it 100 percent, or you know, or whatever the percentage is that MLS takes and you get the rest and. Or is it MLS saying, okay, you actually, you get hundred percent of that, uh, that transfer. I think I'm, and again, I'm, you know, I'm not the, the, the guy to interpret MLS rules cause they che- seem to change um, <laughs> daily. Yeah. <laughs> but from my, from what I know is that they keep, they keep hundred percent of, of the sale or the transfer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that is a big improvement then. Yeah. So hopefully I think hopefully we see we see Efrain get on that on that roster spot too. Um, this is one of the benefits of why we signed Cabral as a as a young DP, is you get assigned these these uh, U twenty two initiative guys. So uh, hopefully hopefully that that makes the that makes if they if they get do get sold that you know makes it a little more lucrative for the Galaxy and then in turn you know can put that into you know other DPs or other other players on the team. So it's all good. It's, yeah, so- it's a win win. So Tucker said that the it was 150 grand is what it's costing us for the uh, for the new contract for Julian. Yeah, is that you know, that's what it's only counting against the cap, or is it you know that's actually a salary of 150? From what I've what I've heard, I think it's I think that's what counts towards salary. Okay, uh, so you might have a better a better uh, contract out there, but it only they're only hitting us for 150. Yeah, it's only they're only going to be hitting us for a certain amount for sure. Okay. Well, and then I think, I think they get, deep. they basically, they can get paid more, I think up to like the DP threshold. Oh, wow. Like okay. Thousand or whatever, but that won't, that they won't 
fully it won't fully come out of the salary cap as well yeah so oh okay well that's yeah that's a big benefit <laughs> definitely good reason to sign those young guys those u22s to 100%. a you know a long-term deal especially come you know uh come world cup if they are you know featuring for their national teams whatever which one that happens to be um that would be huge yeah especially because you know the, the goal i mean the goal with a lot of those young guys is to bring them in at an early age and then eventually sell them. Like that's the, that's the yeah. goal of bringing in these guys who are like 20, you know, 21, 22 is that they feature for you for, you know, two, three years. And then, you know, a European team or whatever comes and sniffs around and be like, Hey, we'll pay you whatever a million for them. And you're like, all right, cool. So it's all, you know, you, and you get all that profit. It's, it's nothing goes back to, you know, profit chain with any other team. Yeah. <laughs> and that's important. Yes. I'm sure age, Uncle Phil wants the, the full cash on it, I'm sure. You know what? He, he, wants to, he needs to get recouped for all the, the year and a half that missed of uh, concerts and everything. So <laughs> That, yeah. Oh, that's true. COVID probably hit his pocket big. Oh, yeah. But I'm sure he's fine. Yeah. I, think I don't know. Maybe we should start a GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think, I think that would be a good idea. Let's start a GoFundMe uh, for Uncle Phil. I know, he's, I know he's hurting. So, you know... Um, <laughs> We can fill one of his Bentleys with with a boatload of cash, and I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> He'd probably just use it to keep warm and burn it, you know. Yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, you look at that point; it's his money, I guess, right? Yeah, exactly. It's, it wouldn't matter at that point. <laughs> All right, let's get into the the Kansas City game that happened over the weekend on July 4th. Uh, not not oh. the, not a terrible game, and that's that's what I think. That's what's frustrating. That it wasn't. It was like probably. And I said this on Twitter, and I'll say this again. It was probably the best 80 minutes I've seen this team play this season. They played really well. They, I mean, they controlled the ball. They moved it well. They created chances. Just we couldn't finish for shit. Yeah, and, and it was, so, <sighs> and it, it's you know, you when you have a game plan, right? And you, we know we all know what the game plan is. You know, teachers the the top goal scorer in the league. Uh, you know, 10, 10 goals in 10 games, you know, he's the guy who's, who's putting the ball in the net for us. Right. So when he goes down with an injury, you know, minutes before kickoff, um, the game plan is out the window. Like there is no, there is no one else who's going to score the goals, at least, you know, numbers wise, like there's no one else who's going to score the goals for us. Um, and so what well, he, I he, hope you know, that it will be Grand Fear and uh, Cabral that eventually start putting them in. But yeah, it's, I mean, it seems like if we don't have Chicha out there, yeah, we're in trouble. You know, and that's, that's the thing is, is, you know, so Chicha goes out with injury. Uh, they said it's like a calf strain, uh, but they, they, they pulled him out for precaution. But I guess he was feeling it a little bit during the week in practice. Um, and so they pulled him before the game, just precaution. They just want to make sure, hey, you know, rather have him out, you know, a game or two rather than, you know, a couple of weeks. So that, that makes sense. Um, and then, then on Monday, um, Vanny was up, they updated, Vanny updated us on, on his condition. Um, he said, or he says on Monday, they'll get a better look at it. Uh, but I know that they said that um, he's, that teacher's walking fine, that they're going to have him, um, you know, take another game as a precaution to make sure that, that he's, he's back to, to full health. Um, but it says, um, that it was a little irritation. Uh, it was a calf related. Uh, they said that it was bothering him a little during the week in the practice. In terms of he was feeling a little better, but warm up, he felt discomfort. And as a precaution, we decided it was best for him not to play 
Um, so Vanny, that's why to Vanny scratched him. Like literally, I think 20 minutes before the game started, uh, they scratched him from 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 this from the game. It was a little bit of uh, again worrisome um, because your only technically your only other forward is Ethan Zubak, and he's not Are a you, guy who's going to strike fear into the, into the hearts of defenders. So what? How dare you, sir? Come on. <laughs> It's everyone's has to, everyone fears Lord Zube. Come on. Well, he does, he does have the power of Christ behind him. So, I mean, I'm sure he, he does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately it didn't lead to goals though. No. And you know, and this is a game that, that I'm usually, I'm using that. A, a, I'm a, usually a Zubac defender. Like I know what he's going to bring to the table. You know, it's not, it's not a. Uh, it's, he's not going to bring you the the as I call them the zoo bat trip on on Twitter. He's not going to bring you. <laughs> he's not going to bring you the gold. But he's, what he brings you is that hustle, uh, putting that uh, putting the pressure on defense. Um, this game wasn't that from him really. Um, I don't think he was. He was pretty invisible actually. If you if you you know, he kind of played, and I hate the, to t- say this because, you know Taylor Twelman you know bared down everyone's throats if you watch the. <laughs> The, the games today on or uh-huh. watching the hero games with the false nine shit that he likes to bring up every every other second. Uh, it's the only thing he knows, and yeah. I think, like I commented, I think he's not probably not using it correctly either. Um, so. you, you definitely saw it was kind of weird. You you would see him and the so Zubac and and uh, and Vasquez kind of switching roles every so often. You'd see uh, Zubac kind of playing this false nine or this kind of attacking mid under Vasquez a little bit every now and then. Um, but I mean, it was, it wasn't a bad game, which is frustrating. You, you had these guys who were, uh, you know, soaking the pressure because Kansas city, they like to play that high pressure. Um, and so, I mean, they, they, for what I think, you know, having, um, you know, Sega cool ball, only, this is like what his second game he's played with the galaxy, uh, second or third game, uh, you know, Depew's in there for, for an injured Steres. Uh, you have, you know, you don't have Jonathan in the center as you usually would. Uh, Legit is, you know, not going to be your defensive guy. But I think for what it was, I think the guys played well. I think they played very well. Uh, their passing was was very nice and crisp. Victor Vasquez is, I, I will compliment that dude till the to the end of the days because he's he's probably one of my favorite players on this team. Right he's, he's been so good with his passing, his passing, his movement. He shows such great intelligence on the field and on the ball. It is just, it's fun to watch. Cause you, yeah. as, you know, I sit there and I watch it and go, wow, this guy's good. It's, and it's, I'm surprised it's that we got him easy, you know, rather than, Hey, he's making good money somewhere. Cause the passes you like, you, he tries to do like a dink over the, over the top. And you're like, Oh, it's not going to get to the guy, but it's like perfectly like it passes defender's head and like gets onto the, like, you know, our attacker and it's just like, wow, that's just an amazing pass. Like it's, it's all like you're, you're seeing all of like his passing. Yeah, absolutely. No, I totally agree with on the Vasquez. He's was great. Um, and yeah, with the Zubac, he, it seemed to be the strategy was him dropping in the midfield. And then um, our Frenchies, uh, <laughs> Cabral and Grand Sierra, they kind of pinched in, you know, towards the front, almost making it like, like a four, four, two kind of, so it was like we're changing to that a lot, it seems, depending upon what part of the game we were at. Because it was as the attack was happening, it was like as not quite that, you know, 
uh, all the way to the last third, but it would be that's when they were a little bit more uh, pinched in, and Zubac was kind of trailing in that. Oh, spontaneous is in that false nine position. <laughs> it's hard not to see it, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it is what it is. But well, yeah, that makes me feel like Taylor Twelman so much. I, I know. That. I need Cronin to run in and just punch me in the head real quick. Something. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's so easy now. You can just like you know blow on the back of his head, and you'd be like, ah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I saw that, and I was I was actually really pleased for most of the play with uh, Grand Seer and Cabral. It'd be great if they could finish. I mean, Grand Seer probably should have had two goals if it wasn't for great saves by the keeper. Yeah. So that's, a, I, that's the thing too. There was that one that he had where um, it like, he got it between the keeper's legs and like, um, Oh, how unlucky. Barely scooped by and hit the post. So lucky. Just, yeah. It yeah. just rolls to the outside of the post. I mean, yeah. it was just, Oh, that keeper, He'd be like, I just got rid of, got that one. Uh, I was, boy, would have felt lucky. Because it's like, it was through his legs. It just, it deflected. It was just so freaking close. Yeah. Yeah. It was I such mean, a great job by him. He, like, Grand Seer played a very good game. That's just, what I wanted to say. I, I, was, I would say Grand Seer had probably one of his best games for us. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, if, he, if he could finish one or two of those, I mean, it changes the game. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, you have, Cabral, who I mean, I, I think people are, are 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 really turning on him pretty quickly. Uh, <laughs> you know, they they. I think he had a good game. I think he had a really good game. Um, I, I felt he played really good. I was happy again. I was happy with his playing. He created some chances. He had some great passing. Um, great movement up and down the field. I think that one of the big things that he needs, he tends to slow down when he gets in front of net. So I think he just needs that confidence he needs to put a, a goal or two in yeah and i think then it'll be like the floodgates open and he'll start you know start scoring like crazy and he'll have the other teams will have to mark him with two guys because he's a really good player but i don't think he has that confidence right now because he tends to slow down in when he's right in front of goal yeah i definitely think you see that frustration i think you know i think it's going to be amazing when he scores that first one because i think it's, you're going to see that so like him He's going to celebrate that like the you know the monkey's off his back like yeah you can, you can tell he's he's frustrated with himself and he's lacking that confidence one hundred percent for sure yeah yeah I th- I think that's his biggest issue right now is just really is that confidence which he just needs <laughs> jumping ahead a little bit it's why I, like I think it's good that he's playing against Dallas uh, he might be able to grab a couple yeah right like Dallas and and Vancouver are the next two teams that we're playing so I think. You know, I think these are these are the confidence building games for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> when you're playing the, the the two worst teams in in, in our conference, sure. <laughs> yeah, that should be your confidence boosters, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, you did have the the debut of of Ryan Revolution, <laughs> as he makes his, his debut. Uh, unfortunately, we had uh, an injury to Sega Kulabali. Uh, seems like he he just. Uh, came up with like a it seemed like a strain in, in his leg. Um, I know uh, Greg came out and said that uh, he was feeling tightness, but he says uh, he might be he's a game day decision for for the game against Dallas. So uh, it doesn't seem like it's it's too serious. So hopefully he can make it um, because we are very very short on center backs. Even though yeah, he starts well, maybe with like seven or eight. Yeah. <laughs> 
and my concern would be like, okay, he does, he still has tightness, but he says, Oh, I can go. I can go. And Greg puts him in. I, I think that, Hey, if we can hold him back as a substitute, let him sit on the bench, mm-hmm. you know, take it easy and then give him that, you know, like, okay, maybe give him a run out of, you know, the last 10 minutes, last 15 minutes, you know, make a sub there so that he can, you know, get it tested out at game speed to see if he's actually okay. Um, yeah. Assuming that the game is like put away or we're in a, in a position to make those kind of subs. Yeah. See, I trust Greg though. Cause I, I think, you know, I think um, he even mentioned that, that uh, Sega tried to get back into the game, but Greg, you know, told him, no, you know, we don't take the risk or whatever. Um, so I, I mean, I trust Greg if, if he, I think he's going to assess, you know, if he, if he needs to, to rest of the game because we don't play until, um, next weekend yeah so we have a whole they, they have a long break yeah uh, 10 from, days from, off so it'll be yeah. nice exactly yeah. any the these, team like, needs yeah any of these injuries that, that are a little creeped up you know they can they can get some rest and and come back on and it, again it's against vancouver that we're playing uh in, t- in you know 11 days or whatever it is so yeah we're playing in utah i think again yeah so so <laughs> it's even a shorter trip, so yeah, that bad. To, to Vancouver, so yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, Re- Revolution, I'm I'm gonna completely butcher it every time. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> he's making he made his debut as defensive midfielder and as a center back this game, so that was interesting. I was, you know, when he first started and he started playing defensive midfielder, you know, I was, I was trying to watch him, going, okay, I want to see what he can do. I want to see, you know, how well he's going to play that position. And he seemed to be, you know, starting to look pretty good. And then the injury happened and it's like, okay, got to put him in back. And, you know, it, so he kind of disappeared. He did carry the ball forward a couple of times because clearly he wants to play more of that, uh, that defensive midfielder, or at least a midfielder where he can actually roam a little bit. But uh, yeah, it was, ah, that was frustrating. Because I did want to see him as that, uh, as the, the defensive midfielder and see what he could do. Yeah. But I see this what I, I, you know, this is what I appreciate about uh, Greg and and the new the new regime that we've we've uh, that we have with the Galaxy now is that they've found these players that are that can play multiple positions. You know, when we when we were signing um, these guys like you know Sega Kulabali, who's played you know multiple positions in his in his short career, when you had guys like Revolution who's come over who's played multiple positions. I mean, this is kind of the thing that. Unfortunately, but you know, this is what you you don't plan on happening. But you're like, hey, we can plan on if if need be, he can go back and play center back for us. And he was great. I mean, he was great in both positions. I, I, I didn't I didn't lose any confidence in, when he went back there. It actually, it made, you know, I was like, okay, wow, he can actually do the job. Yeah, no, he looked good. He looked comfortable. So you know, not you know concerned like normally you'd be. Oh my gosh! One of our uh, central midfielders is going back to play defense. Oh, we got nothing. Um, but he looked, you know, he looked good. He looked comfortable on the field, comfortable on the ball. Um, he did, you know, carry the ball forward a couple times and try, you know, had some decent passing forward. So actually, I've got, I have good confidence in him. I like the fact that you know, Danny has found these guys that, yeah, that are, you know, multiple positions that do, you know, look like they can play we've had too many years of guys that are like, Oh, we're just kind of stuff them in there. And like, well, that's who we got, you know, yeah, we've got you, the, 
these the shelvics, we at uh, you know whoever right, else. I'm thinking more of like when you know sh- shuffling Jossie as a right back. Oh, oh God, that was yeah, oh, yeah. Well, he well, can't score goals. I just put him back to the right back. <laughs> the ultimate, the ultimate, like confidence. Like, hey, you can't score goals. We're gonna put you in defense. Yeah. That's, oh, I remember that. And I yeah. also remember the game where uh, we had injuries or we had substitutions, and they pushed. Uh, um, Legit back is the right back, and he didn't even know what he was doing. He's like, I don't know how to play this position. What do I do? He's asking other. He's asking his other teammates on the field what how to play. It's like, where, oh, where, where should I be? Where should I be at right now? Yeah, that was. Oh, and after when he talked about that after the game, it's like, oh my god, what is what is going on here? That and that's what again we'll, uh, we'll appreciate with with Greg and his team. They've they've gone after these guys who can't play multiple positions, and it, it's coming in handy right now, at least. You know, and hopefully, hopefully, uh, you don't have to use that. You don't have to use him too often as a center back. But if he's he's an option, if 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 need be, which is which is reassuring. Yeah, I don't know. I agree with you on that. So it's yeah. Once once we get healthy and everyone back from all international duty, we might actually be pretty good. That's the thing is we still haven't seen our first team, right? It's it's yeah. you know we've waited so long to get these guys uh, in. You know, you know, dealing with the visa stuff, uh, you know, getting all these guys in from from you know from France. Let's just be honest; it's all French players. Um, yeah, well, it's, it's who's. Uh, I want to know who's scouting in France. Who's the who's the guy who's like going? Yep, that's it. That's the guy to get. That's the guy to get. Do we get somebody new, a new scout that is you know French France based or something? Well, apparently, you know, Karofsky's the the, the European guy. Oh, uh, uh, don't yeah, don't don't. He's the one. I think Kiovan hey. uh, deserves. <laughs> I'm just telling you what I've heard. Uh, he's he's the guy who's who's out there scouting the European players. Apparently, uh, I'm not buying uh, that. No way. But you know, Greg Greg played in France. I mean, you know, you know, maybe he's. Oh, that's true. Man, oh, maybe. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I totally forgot that he did. Yeah, he did play in France. Maybe he has some very good connections there. To say, hey, I'm looking for some guys. Yeah, I mean, and we talked about it. You know, the the French the French. Uh, you know, French things were, were ripe for picking. They were, you know, the money was was looking real tight in France. So, I mean, you're seeing, you even saw, I think Austin just picked up a, a player from France that we got, we actually got 50,000 in in GAM because we had him on our discovery list or something. So oh. <laughs> you know, now we were making money, other players, other people getting uh, French players. So, you know, it is what it is, I guess, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about the uh, the goal that we gave up, uh, Saldana with the with the, <sighs> the bad giveaway. Oh, that was awful. Are we putting that to that age, or are we putting that to inexperience? What are we doing? I, you know, I think it's a little bit of inexperience, a little bit of uh, he was just like too enthusiastic with the ball, thinking, okay, I can do this, I can, you know, get it to exactly where I want, and yeah, I gave up possession. <laughs> and we were in such a it was such a bad position because everyone had started to transition forward, mm-hmm. and we gave up the ball. And then suddenly, oh yeah, we have that. It's essentially an outnumbered attack going the other way. It's like, oh man, come on! And so close, it was like right on top of the box where he gave it. Yeah, ball to, so. it was. <sighs> yeah, I want to. I want to say, you know, it's. I, I want to give it down to him being being young, and you know, he played a lot of minutes in the beginning of the season, and now slowly, you know, those minutes are being, you know. Uh, brought back a little bit because we've, we've brought in guys. So to me, I think it's it's him wanting to prove like, hey, I can do it kind of thing. 
like that, that young, yeah. that young, uh, that young naive, you know, I want to, I want to prove it kind of thing. Yeah. That, that could be the whole, I hope that he learned then. Yeah. I hope that this is the, Oh, I can't do that kind of thing. I got to be more conservative or I got to be safer, especially in this type of position. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, I'm, I'm sure Greg is not going to sit down and with him and just go, Oh my God, look how badly you screwed up. It's going to be, okay, let's see what happened. You see what this happened? This is why this happened. This is how you have to play differently. Because Greg seems to be that teacher of types. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he's going to be like chastising him. I think he's like, hey, this is going to be a learning moment for you. you yeah. Know, you know not to do that again. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's, yeah, let's hope. Let's hope he learned. Please yeah. hope he learned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, unfortunately, he gave up that ball. You know, out-muscled, really. I mean, he just... <sighs> kid just he just gave her the ball in a bad position and can't see these scores and and it's just it completely changed the game where now we're chasing even more where you know we haven't been able to put away any of our chances i mean the the galaxy still pushed forward it still seemed like it seemed like it was going to come like it it would have to come at some point uh unfortunately you know all the chances that we had just either we couldn't put away or or you know tim melia just got a good save to it and and it was just this happened to be one of those nights where we we were definitely the Galaxy were definitely the better team, uh, but you know Kansas City gets those goals and you know that's what it is. Yeah, no, it's uh, it was a rough one. Um, not much you can do about that. It's those kind of things happen. Yeah, it's um, and it, it's it's hard to, it's hard to be negative with this game too, right? Like it's yeah, just, I, they played so well. I exactly. mean, so much time they. They controlled the match. I mean, it was uh, we had over fifty percent of uh, possession, which is usually something not something we do. Exactly. We usually have our chasing possession a lot of the time, but we we, outsh- we outshot them. You know. Yeah, we had more a hell of a lot more shots and a lot more uh, scoring opportunities as well, but we just could not put it in, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, and it's it's just one of those things where you know, you you it's 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 not. It's it's hard to imagine that if you had you know uh, your goal scorer in there, Chicha, you can't have to imagine he would have put some of those away. Oh, I, I, there was a couple like in the first half where, like I think it was Grant Sear took it down and he crossed it, and the way right where he put the ball, uh, Ethan uh, Zubak could not get to, and I, but I watched it. I was like, oh, that is a classic chicha goal that was just set up for him right there. There was, there was a couple that of those crosses. Just, there was a couple yeah, of those crosses like, where, yeah. That I know if Chicha was on the field, oh, he would have scored that. Because he would have made those, that run. Just, he would have he definitely gone to the end of those. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard, it's hard not to think that way, yeah. Uh, it was, yeah, it just frustrating. Still frustrating, but, you know, it, because it was, we played so well and we just couldn't finish. Yeah, but you know, you have those games sometimes. Sometimes you just you can't even buy a goal. So no matter what, it just these things happen. Yeah, and I think I think come Wednesday, you know, or come tonight, whenever you whenever you're listening yeah, to this, whenever you're listening, you, you might even listen to this on Thursday. Which I don't know why you would do that. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's I think Dallas is is a good team to play against. Like we've said, where you know they're not great. Uh, it's it's a chance for us to to get some of those, get some of those guys on the score sheet so that they can get some confidence. Uh, you know, because Chicha's not going to play again, so we're going to need somebody to step up and score those goals. And you're going to have a ton of absences, and we'll talk about Dallas in a, in a little second. But um, yeah, you're going to have someone who needs to step up and, and score a goal. 
because yeah well i tell you the one thing that is like who bothered me on the field or i like i'm lo- kind of losing confidence a little bit is um our left back um like, you know, oh yeah villafania they other teams seem to pressure him so much when the defense has the ball and his passing his movement isn't always the best so I'm starting to worry about him. Like he's going to end up being a liability with the ball as teams pressure the defense. Yeah. And I think he's not great going forward too. So it's kind of difficult to, to, I would rather him not. I mean, I know that's kind of Greg's system is to have the guys on, on the outside, yeah. uh, you know, go up and, and up in the attack. And, you know, Julian isn't that great either, but you know, he's, he's definitely improved. Um, and so, but Viafani, who's, you know, the veteran, you know, he's, he's, he's been playing in the league for, you know, a decade or more than a decade. Um, so it's kind of disheartening to see that he's not great going forward and he's not the best <laughs> defending. So it's, it's just a little, yeah. it's a little worrying. There were, I mean, there were multiple times when like the play, like it seemed like he was upset that he kept getting the ball. Like they were under pressure defense wise and, it looked like he was a guy that he passed it away. It's like, no, look, go ahead, clear it. And then it got passed back to him. And he would be like, he was walking or he wasn't moving. It's like, if you would move, you'd be in a better position, you know, yeah. fall. But it's just, you know, like, oh, I don't want to do this. Come on, get, get it away from me or something. Yeah, and it's so kind of, and Ken, Ken City frustrates people. Like, that high yeah. press, they, they, they are constantly pressing. So um, oh, yeah, that's, no, that's, a, that's a Peter Ramiz you know, style that he's had for, you know, I think they, on the broadcast said he's been with the team 13 years now or something like that. Oh God, that's Isn't insane. Crazy? <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it's, it's just, it's gotta be frustrating because he, uh, he doesn't want to be the guy who's, who, you know, gives us the ball. So I'm sure he's like, don't give it back to me. I don't want it anymore. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's one of those things as I was watching it, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is, uh, I felt like it was going to cost us something, but you know, but it hasn't. So it's, I don't know, but it like, it just worries me in the long run. Yeah, I mean, you know, we don't really have a we don't really have a backup for him right now either. So yeah, I don't, I, I don't know who's, who's who's the number. Two. Oh, it, God, it might be. Is it O'Neill Fisher that's his backup? Um, I, you know, I'm not quite sure if O'Neill plays left back. I know he plays right back. Okay, because because O'Neill Fisher has not been good when he's going on. But oh. I know um, Danilo Acosta is should be his backup, but I don't know if he's back. Hundred percent with his injury either. So yeah, he's he's been injured forever. It seems. Yeah, he, he what was it his his like ACL? He messed he messed up his knee or something really bad. Something. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was like the first so game of. Uh, if you know, year. call us and let us know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you guys will let us know and 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 correct us on all the things that we get wrong. So that's fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, you know, coming coming into this game, um, who do you, who do you, I mean, if, if you had a man of the match, who do you think was your uh, your man of the match for this game? Um, truthfully, I would have given it to Grants here. Okay. I, I like the way he played so much. His, uh, his movement of the ball, he created chances. He had some great opportunities, which, uh, you know, the uh, Kansas City keeper made some great saves on it. So it's, you know, I don't fault him for that. It's just, boy, oh, boy, I know those goals are coming from him. And I, he just played so well. I'm, yeah, I felt he would be the guy for the man of the match. And we finally – we finally saw that speed that we we've heard from about him, you know. Yeah. Just he would get the ball and just go at a defender, which we haven't had that since like what Landon. 
that who you know a winger that would go after a defender. Well, you know? that would go after it and actually beat them. We've yeah, had, we've got lots of uh, wingers who go after a, <laughs> a defender and lose the ball. We've had that a lot, but well, maybe, he actually maybe is yeah, you know, Alessandrini was the last guy. Let me, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm there you, you go. There you uh, go. And successful at doing it, you know. So, you know, yeah. Uh, but Grant Sear, you know, he he would literally just pick the ball up and I'm, he'd just run around the guy. Like, I'm just going to outbeat you. And, yeah. You know, you saw so that a couple of times that night where he used his, yeah. he, he saw his speed and you saw that, you know, he was able to, to just run past defender. So, I, yeah, I love the way he was playing. He, I was very impressed with him. I would, I would, you know, I, I can't argue with, with Grant Sear. I, if not Grant Sear, I would, I would give it up to Vasquez. I just, that guy just, every time I see him, I, you know, I see him play, and I just, I just love his, his, his passing. It just, it just makes me excited to. He, uh, he's really good passing the ball. He just, uh, it's a, uh, he sees the field so well and knows what's going to happen. It's just, he, it is fun to watch him. Absolutely, I, I do want. I kind of wonder. I worry that he might be a little bit too old, and he might be able to last the whole season or not. But you know, yeah, you definitely got to manage his minutes for sure. But we got, yeah. we got guys coming in. I mean, it's gonna, it's going to be. Uh, I mean, we've we've discussed. Me and Tucker discussed this before. Like, you're going to have a an issue of of getting all these guys in the field at one time. Um, you know, when it comes to who's your who's your best eleven, because you're going to have to sit somebody. That's absolutely. So you I know, mean, but like, that's that's not a bad problem to have, I guess, right? No, no, no. That's you're definitely definitely correct. But yeah, you want to be in that problem, like, oh gosh, how do I get all these great players on the field? Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, and that's, you know, we'll see after the Gold Cup and, and these guys come to extra injuries, but, you know, it's going to be interesting to see who, who kind of rides the bench. But, you know, Vasquez coming in for, for 20 minutes, you know, I, I wouldn't be mad at that either. Yeah, that would be good. I mean, it's, you see Sa- uh, Sasha come in. I, I, I much prefer to see Sasha come in as a, um, you know, it's a sub just because he's seen like he's, He's a bit old. Uh, yeah. I worry about his minutes because him starting, I, I, he doesn't seem like he can physically go the ninety minutes. No, he got he got he got burned on that last goal too. Oh yeah, yeah. I just we saw him trying so hard though. He tried so hard, and it was just like, oh, bless your heart. Yeah, bless your heart, Sasha. We we felt free. We felt that man. We felt like. We've all been there where someone just ran past us on the field and you're like, damn it, I'm not going to catch him. <laughs> oh, there he goes. Yeah, there <laughs> I've I, had I, that happen. I applaud, yes. the, I applaud the effort of him trying to get back and just, yeah. you can see in his face, he's like, I'm, he's tr- he gave everything to try to get back. Uh, but you know, you know, it is what it is, man. Yeah. At that point, you know, the Galaxy were, were so far pushed up trying to get the equalizer. So oh, it's unfortunate, but you know, two nothing is, is the end result, but, how do you? How did we do in the prediction game, Big Tony? This is the first oh, time that we're going to a live reading of Big Tony's prognostication. I'm I'm excited because I don't. Oh, oh. I'm excited because I don't have to read it. Yeah, I'll try not to butcher myself. So we'll see. <laughs> um, but feel free to jump in at any point that uh, if you want to discuss anything deeper that I had. So prognostication. So we had a so we have a lot of catching up to do. Last update was on June 1st. At that point, Chris was in the lead with 11 points. Ed was second with seven, and Ben was third with fifth, with five. Sorry, excuse me. See, already messing up. God, I got the Ed disease. Oh, oh no. So you come on the show and you already you get it, man. I, I, see? <laughs> now you know how I feel. You know how I feel now. Uh, yes, I'll stop using big words. What am I thinking? Thank, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, that was all before the international break. 
come back from it. We faced Seattle first, where all three of you predicted a win. Well, we know that didn't happen, so no points for that game. But the Jays were able to rebound from that game and beat the Utah slash Vancouver Whitecaps um, two to one. Was it two to one or is that a three one? I'm starting to doubt myself in that one. Vancouver Whitecaps. That was two to one. Okay. Same right. I started to doubt myself. Okay, everyone predicted a win, but both Chris and Ben gets, bon- uh, gets bonus points for correctly directing the score. Ed thought it would be three to one. So semester points there. Next came our trip to Northern California to, smace, to face the Smurfs. Ben and Chris kept the faith, expecting a win, but Ed thought we would continue our poor form in the North and only escape with the tie. I mean, you got a point. We like whenever we go and play in Northern California for a a lot recently we always seem to lose that's you know that's why i i was like look we're and we talked about this before we started recording i'm like we're bound to tie a game we're bound it's got to happen we've, we've <laughs> not done it this season yet and i was like it's got to happen well certainly seems like it so uh the smurfs let teach score twice and then followed up with an own goal for good measure you know it's their second own goal against us gotta love it gotta love it what did you expect? It was the Smurfs. Neither Chris nor Ben got the correct score, nor did they predict an own goal. Uh, ben did think Chicha would grab a brace, so while Chris ended up getting one bonus point, Ben got two. Then the 4th of July happened. Yes, we looked good and generated a lot of scoring chances, but we didn't finish the ball, and the Wiz ended up escaping with a full three points. Before the Chicha injury, Ed had predicted a tie, while Ben and Chris both predicted wins. Well, I texted all three, allowing them to make changes to their predictions, and only Ed switched to a loss. Uh, Chris kept with me expecting a win, as did Ben. <laughs> Since we got shut out and Ed predicted a three-win loss, no extra points we had. So now we see Chris is still in the lead, except with 17 points. But thanks to Ben's strong prediction in the San Jose game, he is now second place with 12, while Ed is last with 10. Come on, Ed. You need to do better than that. Uh, you know what? It happens. <laughs> okay. Then we're headed on to listener predictions. As the French say, plus, plus ça change, plus c'est la même chose. Or in English, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Do you think you would have been able to say that one? No problem there? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Oh, well. Not a chance. <laughs> Much like the guys, listeners mostly predicted a win at Seattle. Only nine listeners out of the 68 participated correctly predicted the G's loss. And out of those nine, only four correctly predicted the 2-1 scoreline. Unfortunately, no one expected a Sasha goal. So Ron L., Victor, David Klein, and Alberto Diaz each grabbed three points. Then we faced the Whitecaps, and nearly everyone scored some points. Three people out of the 65 who participated didn't foresee the G's winning. So 62 people said, yeah, G's winning and grabbed some points. However, Jeez. only... I, uh, I, only I, I, un- you know, I guess I was in the minority with that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, only a Narfol, or Arnulfo, I don't know how to say his name properly, A-R-N-U-L-F-O, Arnulfo, Correctly predicted the result, the scoreline, and that Chicha and Alvarez would score. Really? Wow. Yeah. I, I was amazed at that. He, he got that. So great job there. So a full five points to him. Uh, 11 others grabbed four points in the game. Two others grabbed three. 45 others, including the leader, Jose, grabbed two points. And three scored only one. Next, we saw the Gs beat down the Smurfs. And no one predicted the Gs benefiting from an own goal. So the maximum points anyone grabbed was five, which was one person. The table leader, Jose Salgado. 
While that does help him to extend his lead, the big issue is that Ryan Adair, who was in second and just a point off of Jose, missed putting in the prediction. And so he ended up dropping down. Six listeners scored four points, 10 scored three, 30 scored two, and three scored one point for that game. That's the thing, man. You guys got to, these games are going to come like, you know, every three days, you know, and especially in July. Like we have a game on the 17th, the 21st, 24th, and the 30th. So pay attention to when, when, when Big Tony puts out that, that tweet. We'll retweet it, but that sucks, man. I can only I can only tweet so much, and then I plus I have the uh, you know the email, and I initially send it out to everyone. So you got to get those predictions in. Lastly, we look at July fourth. If you followed on Twitter, I gave everyone the opportunity to change their prediction when Chicha was lost in warmup. So if you're checking the Twitter in the last set, last few minutes, and you followed me, you would have seen people to uh, have a chance to choose you know to drop Chicha out and do a new prediction. Only three people changed their predictions, but still no one predicted a tie. Everyone was in for the win or draw, even here's without Chicha. Here's what I'd say, because Tony, you don't you don't tweet often other than like the prediction stuff. That's exactly it. That's the only time I tweet. So what I would tell people is if you follow if you follow Big Tony at Big Tony underscore forty two, turn on the notifications. Cause all you'll get is the prediction list or the prediction link when you get the notification. So that'll remind you. And then if stuff happens like this and you get to change your, your score, like this will be your chance. Like, so you won't miss it. Cause I'm sure a lot of people were by that time hammered at the game. <laughs> probably. I mean, so maybe, it was, maybe it wouldn't even mattered at that point. And probably not. Cause it was like 10 minutes prior to the <laughs> game. So, you know, cause it was like, they were uh, on TV. Pete Vianas had just gone through and talked about how great, uh, you know, Chicha has been and everything all about this stuff about Chicha. They come back from a commercial and they say, all and right, well, out. no Chicha. <laughs> and he's out. Yeah. So it, it's one of those things. Yeah. It's people, I, I wondered how many people actually would pay attention and go, oh, I can change it. And, you know, we got a few, but yeah, I think it's right on that. Put on those notifications. I don't send out many uh, tweets. I, I, I don't spam people. I just say, here you go. Here's the prediction link. Oh, yeah. So looking at the leaderboard, Jose is in the lead still with 24 points now. Sneaks and Travis W are second with 20. Ronnie sits third with 19. While Luis B, Robert R, Ron L, and Ryan sit in fourth with 18. Galactic Raider and Shark Boy sit one point behind them in fifth with 17. Full standings are available at uh, riotspodcast.com. Thank you, Big Tony. And- one little more bit. Also, be sure to follow on Twitter, as we've been talking about, because when there's uh, big changes like that, the major player goes down, I, you know, if I'm around and watching the game, I will put it out there that you can make a change. Oh, and one bit of uh, clerical take care of. Roy Thompson, if you're listening, your Gmail mailbox is full, and I've gotten bounce backs for the last two games. If you want the link emailed to you, you got to clear out that junk mail, man. Holy shit! How does the Gmail? How does your Gmail account get so full of emails? Dude, I don't know. I like I've got so many in my, you know, like just things that are years and years old that I probably should just delete because I don't know why I'd be keeping them, but. I, I'm not filled up at all. So maybe he's just people are emailing him like huge wow. movie files or I, something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, doesn't it give you like a couple gigs of, of space for your emails? Like it can't, it can't be <laughs> that much. Like that. Oh man, that's crazy. I've never heard yeah. of that. 
Yeah, it's I, two weeks in a row, bounce or two games in a row, bounce backs that I can't send him an email because he's his <laughs> inbox is full. Look, what was his name? I'm sorry. It is Roy Thompson. Roy, you got to unsubscribe to to some of those like, you know, emails from like your your grocery stores or <laughs> or any of the stuff that you you don't care about. Just unsubscribe, buddy. Just you can even search where it says in in, a, in the search bar. Search unsubscribe, and you could just start going through them, man. Oh, that's crazy. I've never heard of that. Yeah, empty that trash folder, empty <laughs> that spam folder, whatever it is, man. I, I can't believe that it's your, your <laughs> box is full. Pretty- All right. Thank you, Big Tony, man. I appreciate yeah. that. You bet. All right, let's move on to the, the game against Dallas, which is, again, if you're listening to this, it's probably Wednesday. Uh, the game is tonight. Uh, it will be at the uh, Dignity Health Sports Park, or if you can't make it, it'll be on Spectrum and ESPN Plus if you're not in the area, or if you have a B- VPN, you can watch it from there. Uh, 7.30 Wednesday night at DHSP. Almost, I didn't realize what the, the initials were for a second. Um, <laughs> Dallas are currently 12th in the West with 11 points from 11 games played. Galaxy are still in third in the West with 21 points from 11 games played. Uh, the last meeting that the that uh, these two teams uh, played were uh, on August 14th of 2019. Uh, the Galaxy scored two uh, and won two nothing. Uh, there will be a lot of absences this game. You have Jonathan Dos Santos and Efrain with Mexico. Uh, Legette will be with the U.S. Uh, people will be in Costa Rica, and O'Neill Fisher will be with Jamaica, all for the Gold Cup that is happening uh, within the next week. And we'll be going for the next three weeks, so uh, they'll be gone for for a little bit. Uh, Chicha will not be available for Wednesday. Uh, they're going to give him another uh, game to rest, but, but Greg does say that he should be available for the game uh, against Vancouver in uh, ten days or eleven days. Uh, so it, sh- it doesn't seem like it's very very serious. So that's good. Uh, Second Kulabali, he's questionable. Uh, Greg says that he he should be. Should be uh, available, but they're not sure. Um, I would say that you know, give him a give him another game's rest so that um, you know he can get you know another week's rest until the next game, so that he's he's available and, and fit to go. Uh, Julian, I, I, he was limping at the end of the game, um, was actually subbed out, uh, but he has a bone a bone bruise on the top of his ankle, but he will be available uh, as per Greg Vanny. So Julian will be available, so I'm not concerned about that. So we don't have too many of uh, of the of the the guys out. Just a couple. Uh, still a pretty pretty thin thin uh, thin roster going into going into this game on Wednesday. Might be an empty uh, might be an empty bench. Yeah. And if I can interrupt you here, I do have a looking forward on this one too. All right, let's hear. It. All right, or I can I can share my screen or something. Let you read it if you'd like. T- Tony, <laughs> you're here, sir. <laughs> Look, okay. I would love uh, for you to read because I don't want you. We're, we've already seen your own words. You you screwed up a couple times. I'm just saying. <laughs> but I didn't butcher it as bad as you. Don't. No, I will. I will say that. I will. I will give you that for sure. <laughs> All right. So on Wednesday night, the G's host the Dallas Burn. You know, it's been a while since we've heard the chant. If it's not gonorrhea, it's the burn. You remember that one? Oh yeah. I had a friend at work who told me that he got to explain gonorrhea to his 12 year old son. Thanks to the riot squad, all because of that <laughs> chance they were sitting for us and he heard it and he asked his dad, what's gonorrhea? What are they saying? Hey, <laughs> look, 
if, if Lars is anything, they're educational. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe not in the best of ways, but you know, hey, fun times, right? They're gonna, you got to ask your kids. They're going to be like, "What's a prostitute? You know, what's gonorrhea? <laughs> yeah, what's the Tijuana whore? I don't. Understand. Yeah, what's the Tijuana whore? What is that? It's a video <laughs> game. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you'll, you'll learn later. <laughs> anyway, Dallas. Uh, they came into the game as you've mentioned, only having uh, one two games, but they've drawn five, so they sit in twelfth in the West with eleven points two points above last place Vancouver and 10 points behind the G's. However, they've been showing an upswing in their form, having gone uh, loss, draw, loss, win, draw in their last five. That's right. They booked four points in their last two games, having one versus first place New England and then drawing versus New Vancouver. So I'm a little bit concerned that they were able to win versus New England. Interestingly, the Bern have been dismal on the road, having lost every outing. Only at home have they won or drawn. This seems like it should be a great opportunity for the Gs, especially for our Frenchmen, to get on the score sheet and break those ducks. Back to you, sir. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Dallas, they, they just um, signed like a young Brazilian guy, and I think he scored a couple goals. So that's going to be a little worrisome against a team whose uh, defense is kind of going to be thrown together a little bit on, on, on Wednesday. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I think this is the perfect game to, to come back um, from, from a disappointing loss. Uh, if, there's any, if there's any teams that, that, are, that are there wants to, to, to bounce back from, it's going to be a Dallas in the next week uh, you know, against Vancouver. So this could be a good week for us, hopefully. Uh, I'm hoping that the guys can step up after that. You know, Greg can be like, hey, you know, we, we, we did everything right except for, you know, Getting a, you know finishing the product so you know they're they're ninety five percent there they just need to find that extra little percent so I think we're gonna be- yeah you know it's I'm hoping we come out with something to prove we have a chip on our shoulder we have something to prove that hey we should have won that last game we're better than this mm-hmm. yeah so-, so that's that's what that's what I'm I'm hoping for I'm hoping we see a team that you know as much as they 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 didn't put the chances away on Sunday is that, you know, Greg can, can kind of motivate them and be like, Hey, you know, you guys did the hard work, you know, now you've got to, you know, put it in the back of the net. Um, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping that, you know, the guys like Cabral and, and Grant Sear can, you know, get one, get one or two on, on the night because that'll just give them that extra boost of confidence that Cabral seems to need. I think Grant Sear is, is, you know, growing in his confidence with, with, you know, every game that he's played. Uh, and hopefully that Cabral will, 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 you know, just give him a time that, you know, he'll kind of find that form too. Yeah, I certainly hope so. And I, I mean, given the last game, I'm really thinking that uh, Grant Sear is going to score. I like, I can feel it. That's he's going to score. It's going to happen for him. Um, I'm hoping once he scores, then Cabral go. We'll just be watching. Go. Oh, that's easy. And, oh, that's know, how you. That's how you did. Yeah, so it's uh, I we we can only hope it's you know come on guys this is this is your chance yeah and so it, it's it's you know not to go back to the to the old game but um, you know we did talk about uh, Augustine Williams a little bit because he did make the bench uh, for the first time against uh, Kansas City but didn't see the field even though we needed a goal. Um, you did have Greg Vanny come out and say something about that. 
Um, so I'm trying to vamp a little bit so I can bring up the picture or the, the what he said about uh, Augustine. Well, I was, it, it's, I'm wondering, like my question about Augustine would be is like, how does he compare to Zubak? We know that when Zubak gets out there, he just, he is nonstop running. He will run his ass off. He'll do everything you want. He'll do it until his legs fall off. Um, you know, how does Augustine play? I, I've not watched him, you know, play for G2. So I'm wondering, is he have, is he a, like, you know, a classic striker that makes good runs? Is he the super hard worker like Zubak? Um, is he a poacher like, um, like Chicha? Like what, what type of player is he? What, what should we expect if we do get to see him? So what I would say about Augustine is that he, he's definitely more physical than, than Zubak is. Um, for, for someone who's that big, Zubak seems to get pushed around quite easily. <laughs> he's uh, a bit skinny. Yeah. He, he needs to put on a little bit of weight. So I think, I think uh, Augustine definitely gives you more of that, of that, um, of that going forward. And he's still that guy who will hustle and, and, uh, not only defensively, he'll come back a little bit to try to get try to dig in and, and get the ball if it's like turned over. Uh, he definitely makes the runs that you would see like a taller, faster forward make. Um, I think he's probably a bit better than Zubak. I wouldn't say he's he's lights out better than Zubak. Um, I would like to see him give it, give it a try, but um, the reason why. Greg didn't. Greg is. Uh, this is this is what from what Greg said, uh, and this is from our, our friends over at Corner of the Galaxy. Uh, Greg Manny says that Augie Williams needs to show more, and says he's been a he's seen a dip of form overall in his performance since signing a contract. So not positive uh, oh, reviews wow. from, from the coach from again with Augie, which huh. if you've if you've like if you've seen G two this year because Augie's Augie's definitely featured um, a lot more for Galaxy two. Uh, after signing his contract with the first team. Uh, and again, not a lot of it has been starts. A lot of it has been coming off the bench. Um, and it's not been great performances from him. So it's it's not surprising to hear Greg say Well, it's surprising to hear Greg say it, because I don't think he's said anything negative about any of his teams, <laughs> I mean, any of his uh, any of his players so far. Yeah, that so, makes it sound like he's really disappointed is the thing. Yeah, I mean, if you like, as you said, he has, doesn't say he doesn't talk negative about his team, but to come out and say, ah, oh, he's had a different form. He's he's not looking as good as, since he signed the contract. Because he was definitely the standout player last year. Um, when he signed, when he's he's been with the team, he's definitely been the guy who looks like, oh, you know, definitely seems like he's, he could be a guy who can come up and and maybe challenge for for Ethan Zubak's spot. Um, but definitely, that has not been the case this year. Um, and maybe it's, it's Greg seeing that, Hey, maybe Augustine, his motivation is, is going to be, you know, maybe through this, maybe through a little bit of criticism, uh, you see some players who will respond to it. So maybe, maybe he will, um, especially it's, it's a little disconcerting when, or it's a little concerning when, you know, Augustine Williams is a forward and, you know, you're down a goal, you're down two goals and, you know, you don't bring in the other forward that's on the, on the yeah. roster. So, <laughs> um, so I think, I think if, if we do see Augustine, maybe, maybe this will be a little motivational for him to, to get out there and, and show that, you know, he's still hungry for it. Cause uh, I, I am a hundred percent agreements with, with Greg when his, his form is a hundred percent dipped. It's, it's just, it's been night and day from, from the performance he was, he had before getting the contract 
from getting the, from signing the first team deal. So uh-huh. wonderfully, the contract went to his head. Thinking, oh, I'm better than this. I shouldn't be on G two. Well, I know. So he was a guy who would tweet out like cryptic messages. Mm-hmm. Like, he'd be like, "Oh, I know, I'm I'm ready to step up," or you know, he'd be like, "They don't they don't see what I can bring, but I I'll show them kind of stuff." Like kind of those in those realms of of, of cryptic tweets. So. You know, I think he definitely sees that he he can he has it in him to perform at a, at a higher level. Uh, but now that he signed that first team contract, it just seemed like it hasn't been there yet. So I don't know. Maybe this hmm. maybe this put a little fire in his ass, and hopefully hopefully it does. Because um, especially you know, if there you know hopefully you know knocking on wood, there's there's you know another injury is like we'll need another forward and yeah, you know, Zubac is 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 literally their only other guy. So. Well, sometimes some players just need to be challenged like that. Yeah. So maybe, hopefully, hopefully Greg's, you know, Greg knows exactly what he's doing and, you know, put it out there. It's like, okay, get this guy. Say, hey, it's time for you to really, st- you know, step up here. Yeah, we can hope so. hope so because uh, I'm, I'm assuming he'll probably be on the bench again uh, for, for Dallas because, again, it's Chicha won't be playing, so we'll have uh, no other forward other than Ethan Zubak. So, I'm assuming that we might see Augustine Williams on the bench again, or if maybe he doesn't take to the to the criticism that that Greg said. But I mean, who knows? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see on Wednesday. Hmm. Yep. Well, only one day to wait. Yeah. Or or, yeah, or a few hours. If yeah, listening. exactly. Well, see. Uh, so I'll give you the odds before we before we get into our predictions. Um, the Galaxy, according to uh, on well the MLS side and uh, the Bet MGM. Uh, LA are uh, minus 160, while Dallas are plus 260, and the draw is at a plus 290. So definitely, uh, Galaxy are favored in this game. Uh, so we'll see when it comes when it comes down to it if, if the Galaxy can get uh, can get that win. Hopefully they can. Yes. So if you're feeling if you're feeling lucky, you know, put some money on the draw and make some money here. I wouldn't be too surprised, you know, but yeah, I, I, yeah we'll see. Well, well, we haven't drawn yet, and, we're so, <laughs> and we've been, already yeah. played 11 times, so let's see. The odds are, are not in the favor of a draw. It's so yeah. that way. <laughs> um, so let's get the, the, let's talk about the lineups a little bit. Um, yep. 100% you're probably going to see Bond in there in the goal. Um, left back, you definitely Viafani is your, your left back. That's who you're going to. Yeah. Uh, Depew is going to be your, your for sure starter. That's when we know for sure. <laughs> I pretty much. I don't think we have anyone else. I don't. I put in there. It's really. It's you're really thin right now. Yeah. Uh, if hopefully Sega is ready to go uh, again, Greg says he's questionable for Wednesday. I would say if if Ryan Revolution can go, um, you know, half him as a center back for one more game. Just so you can have Sega rest and and be ready for, for the next uh you know because the next July is is they're gonna, the games are gonna come, come fast and furious so oh yeah big time we <laughs> there's just so much and and yeah. then in August too so there's just we're constantly playing so if you can give these guys a little a little rest here and there to 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 take it easy on these injuries I think it's you have to take those opportunities yeah um, so, so it I might was, be it might be worthwhile for Greg to be just to rest him instead yeah. like I suggested. Put him to the sub. Let him sit on the bench, and then bring him out in the last ten to fifteen minutes. Assuming we're in the lead, we're in that type of position to let him get a little work on the knee at game um, speed. And then you're right back. Uh, you know, um, Julian says he's, Julian's going to go. 
he had that bone bruise, but it's it seems to not uh, have affected him. So he'll be ready. Uh, your midfield is where you get a little sketchy. Uh, <laughs> you're probably going to have to start uh, Saldana because he's kind of your only defensive mid right now. Yeah. Do we have any other? Who's our? Who else do we have? Well, Harvey, but he's playing with G two right now. So oh, I don't. Okay. I don't. Ex- I don't really expect him to play for the first team. He just seems to. Seem, even with G two, he seems kind of uh, iffy. Uh, positionally and, and playing wise, so I don't I don't see him coming in and taking the spot from at least from Saldana. Like Harvey seems like the bottom of the barrel right now with the with the center defensive mids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You probably have you know you'll you'll have your Grand Seer and your Cabral in the wings for sure. That that seems to be set. Um, and Vasquez will be in the underneath in the uh, that central midfield. It's kind of attacking midfield role. You know, I wouldn't be I'd, be that other. If if we were playing Saldana there, then who else is going to be out like essentially a winger with Saldana? Or I wouldn't be shocked. Inside? I wouldn't be shocked to see Sasha and Saldana start. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I didn't think about Sasha. I, I don't know if he'll be able to go. The oh, he'll put in Dunbar at at for a sub. Yeah, uh, for Sasha at some point. Yeah, so I probably I probably wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked if you had Saldana and then Sasha, but Sasha being more of your like your. I mean, I don't know if he's he's capable, of, but more of your, um, more of the guy who's going to go forward in the attack. Um, maybe you have, maybe then you have Vasquez um, underneath Zubac, or you know how they did that, you know where they would switch uh, every now and then from from the, the top of the attacker to you know in the center mid role. So I think that's probably your safest bet for that lineup because there's really yeah. not, there's really not much uh, else you can go with that lineup. Well, it's at this point, I need to, like, I feel like I need to go back to the, uh, the LA Galaxy site and look at the lineup and see who else we have as options. Just because we're super, so, like, everybody's so gone. Yeah. Everyone's injured. Everyone's gone for, uh, um, for, you know, international duty. Uh, no idea. Like, I really don't know. Like, besides, you know, those few guys we've mentioned, I don't know who else we who's going to even be sitting on the bench at this point. That's the thing too, right? You're, you're probably going to see like two goalkeepers on your, on your starting bench at this point, <laughs> just, just to fill it out, just to have enough players on your bench. Um, put, on the bench, you had, uh, you had Perez, Sasha, Dunbar, Saldana, um, Augie, and Klinsman on your bench. And so you're not going to have Legette's not going to be there. Who I'm, I'm looking at the starters right now. Legette's not going to be okay, there. Okay, yeah. Uh, Koulibaly, it's a if, it's maybe. So I guess you might only need to switch out someone for Legette if, if Sega is good to go. Um, and I would assume uh, that might be uh, Saldana. But if Revolutions in your as your defensive mid, you might put Sasha in there to be more of that help in the attack. But yeah, I mean it's it's going to be it's still going to be pretty thin. I, I don't know who you would bring on as like a sub if you need a sub. Yeah, if cool ball, if cool Bali is not ready to go and Ra, uh, Revolution, uh, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, plays yeah, as a center back, then yeah, I mean I would think that we'd have to, we'd have to start Sasha, we'd have to start Saldana. Because they're literally the only other center midfielders, and you'd yeah, have to and then, you'd have to bring up Harvey from G two back to the starting, uh, the at least the bench. Yeah, and the like really the only sub then you have is Dunbar, 
You can probably Maybe put Perez Augustine in there. Williams. Well, Perez is what is position does Perez play? He's a he's a he's more of, he's more of a winger. A winger, okay. Yeah, so you can maybe give him, you know, take on if Grancier or Cabral need to come on, you can give him like fifteen minutes, maybe ten minutes. But maybe yeah, maybe like Klinsman is like the uh, has those um, those forward skills, so we'll put him in as a forward as a sub. <laughs> yeah, that, maybe I'm pick sure. something up from his dad at some point. I, I mean, you would hope so, but I I, I doubt it. <laughs> the only thing he seems like he picked up from his dad is the. The hate for Landon Donovan, but I don't yeah, know. that's true. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna have to call. You might. You definitely might have to call some guys up from from G two. Yeah, that's oh gosh, that's I really didn't you know think about how ugly it was truly going to be. With all yeah. those, yeah, everyone missing. Wow. And then ugly. you know, there's there's a ten days off after this game, so hopefully a lot of those guys get the ones that have a little bit of nagging injuries can come back and. It's still going to be pretty thin with a lot of our guys out in international duty, but oh yeah, that's true. Let's hope that everyone is eliminated from the gold cup right away. <laughs> I'm sure that yeah, won't let's just hope that Canada is playing like I don't know. <laughs> Canada plays lights out, like Grenadine or some someone like you know. <laughs> Mexico and U.S. can knock out early. Hopefully, that's that's the case. Yeah, those were our best bets. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get the predictions then. Um, I guess because I'm – you want to go first? You're the guest? Um, well, let me see here. So get, based upon last week's uh, the loss, you actually get to go last. So normally it would be Chris first, Ben second, then you, and then, I don't know, me as a guest. But <clears throat> what uh, I did get uh, predictions from both of them, both Chris and Ben, so I can read you those. So you'll All get right. the same – you'll get that same advantage that uh, – <laughs> that you would normally if they were if everyone was here. All right. So Chris first, he predicts a zero one loss. So he's Ooh. expecting no goals from us, us to lose the game, you know, get close but lose it. Okay. Um Ben, on the other hand, is predicting a two nil win with Grand Sear and Cabral scoring. Okay. So they're you know opposite. Would you like to go with the draw so guaranteed someone gets points this week? You know what? I gotta go bold though, because I'm I'm now in last place. I don't like that. Um, I don't. I have a good feeling about this game though. I think we're gonna win. I think we're gonna go three one. I think we give up a goal. Yeah. All right. I still think we give up a goal. I'm I'm probably real really stupid for saying that we're gonna score three goals, but I'm gonna say. Grand Seer gets one. I'm gonna say Cabral gets one. I feel like we get one off a set piece. I'm gonna say Vasquez gets one. Yes. Okay. That's yeah. That's not bad. I need the five I can points. See that. I need the five <laughs> points and, and to make Tony. Okay. I need the five points. I, yeah, that's true. You do need the points. You got to bet big. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go big. Yeah. Um, so my thoughts, as if I'm making a prediction, because I, nor- I normally don't since I run the game. But however, um, I was thinking that it actually, I would agree with 100% with Ben. I was thinking a 2 0 victory with Grand Sierra and Cabral scoring. Um, I think for some reason that <laughs> just how bad uh, Dallas is on the road, 
that they won't uh, be able to put it in, that we'll be able to get a clean sheet. Um, and then I think with uh, having guys have, at least from the, uh, from the start of the game, knowing that we have uh, the four guys that played there last time, because I'm assuming that Revolution, it will be playing in the, uh, in the back. So I'm assuming they're going to feel a lot better, a lot more comfortable about being the defense. And I think they'll shut uh, the burn down and uh, Dallas will get gets the shutout and we get the 2-0 no win. Okay. I can see that. I just, I, I'm not that confident in giving these guys uh, too many clean sheets. And I know Ben, Ben, Ben's <laughs> a big uh, given clean sheet guy. So I don't know. Well, yeah, we've only had one clean sheet so far against the San Jose, and that was when they scored an own goal. I thought we had a couple this year. Did we only have the one? It was just the one. I mean, we've been shut out, so if you want to count that, it's a clean <laughs> no, sheet. No, yeah, no. you know what? I, I don't count that, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. We've got uh, no clean sheets. We've got a zero goal differential. But, eh, you know, we've scored 17. We've allowed 17. I mean, yeah, that's that kind of seems like the Galaxy this year, you know, yep. pretty even. All right, Absolutely. let's. Uh, all right, thank you, thank you so much for that. Uh, yep. I appreciate you you coming on, and we're gonna get into it. Let's get into this lightning round. Unfortunately, we don't have the. There you go. Lightning round. I want to say thank you all for for contributing. We usually post this up on our Instagram and our Twitter, so appreciate you guys. Uh, I know it's been a couple of weeks since we recorded, so I appreciate you guys uh, sending in your responses on on the Instagram and all that stuff. This one from Decline44, our good friend, uh, Decline. Uh, if Julian is sold this summer, who should replace him in the starting 11? Uh, or do we sign a new right back? Ah, that is a good question. Um, if he gets sold in the summer... <sighs> Well, truthfully, I don't think it's O'Neill Fisher. I, it's, unless Fisher it really improves, I'm not super impressed with his play. Um, he had like one good game for us, but every time, every other, I think he's like been pretty poor. Yeah, he makes mistakes. He gets beaten, and you see him like having to use his speed to try to run people down. Um, gosh, I mean, at this point, unless there's someone from G2 that is ready to step up and take that position. I would say we'd be looking for someone else to sign. Mm. I, I would agree. I don't think, as in our current setup, I don't think we have someone who, who, who is uh, ready to be a starting 11 uh, right back for us. So I definitely would, would go out and buy somebody. Uh, yeah. Hopefully they, someone buys Julian and then just loans him back to us for the rest of the year. Oh, there you go. We don't, don't need him right now. Yeah, we you don't need him right him. now. <laughs> You can give him back to us for another four months. Come on. Don't be a yeah. dick. That's um so I assume DTK talks to other, you know, footballing people. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I suppose uh Acosta, if he is ever healthy, um <laughs> I would like to actually see him play a bit and see how good he is to see if he can, you know, uh, carry his weight in MLS. Uh, yeah, I mean he's 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 played a he's played a good number of games for um what was he from? Marcel? Was he came from? Something like that. Yeah. Um, so, does he still have it? I don't know how old is he. Is he? Uh, he's he's still young. He's only like still young guy. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. I'll look it up real quick. Danilo Acosta. I was listening to him up for my dad, who's from Honduras. <laughs> he was asking about him. 
23. Okay, so young guy still. Yeah. And yeah, it was RSL that he came from. I mean, he played 29 games for them. So, I mean, he's, he's not, it's not an unknown quality, quantity, uh, quantity from him or quality from him. So it's more about just him coming back healthy because I know he came back. He got that really terrible knee injury. So yeah, it's just about getting him back on the field now. Um, and who knows? Who knows if he comes back and he's, you know, he's still the same player or we get anything from him. But yeah, I would, I would say uh, once Julian is sold, you got you to gotta get something. Uh, you got to sell. Are you going to buy something to bring yeah. as a replacement? I just, I mean, just quickly scanning through the roster of other players. Yeah, we don't really have another right back. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's O'Neill Fisher and Araujo, and that's it. They don't got yeah. anybody else. Uh, yep, 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 yep. Uh, this one, this one from our good friend Uncle Dishwasher. Uh, <laughs> Everyone's favorite name. It's the, it's, the be, it's the best name. Uh, who in the G's franchise do you think is most likely to possibly get a U22 initiative deal? Um, can I say Araujo or uh, <laughs> to be oh, right? Ephraim. Oh, I mean, oh, yeah, Ephraim. That would be the yeah, other one. Yeah. He's technically not – he doesn't have it yet. So, yeah, we'll go with Ephraim. We'll go with that yeah, one. Yeah, that, that's an easy one. Yeah, dude, come on. Give us a hard question next time. Come on. Yeah. Well, I suppose – if Dunbar starts to, if he gets more playing time, starts to look pretty good. I, you know, I don't know. It's the, I mean, Dunbar's quick, but he hasn't really shown too much else. Yeah. So, you know, it's if if Dunbar really steps up and starts looking good, then maybe. But you know, again, we need to see him on the field. He needs to improve. I mean, if if it was me, I mean, it's I, I'm really big on on. Um, I'm really big on Mauricio Cuevas. Uh, so if he stays with the team and he's signs a new contract, I mean, I think he's, he's, uh, he's going to have a bright future ahead of him. So I would, I would sign him. If, if you're talking about someone inside the galaxy, I think that's, that's one of the guys I would probably sign for U22, but we'll see. We'll see what his contract uh, situation will be like. Uh, this one from captain underscore LBC. Where in the world is Pavon? Uh, still in Argentina, still pending a rape case. So that's where he's at. Uh, no, never coming back to us, I would bet. No, 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 no. There's I, I don't think anyone wants to touch that anymore. There's rumor that he's going to go to like Olympiacos or something like that, but he's not, he's not our, he's not our player. Stop. It's just, he's not, he's not going to play. <laughs> just him. forget him. Yeah. Just remember that, hey, when we had him, it was halfway decent. So. Remember, remember the good times. Just remember yeah. the good times. Um, this one from 135.brigade. Um, why did we have so many center backs? Also, why don't we have more center backs? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. I mean, uh, we started yeah. out, we started with like seven or eight and you sent, uh, Neil and, and for credits down back to G2, which I mean, obviously you should have, when you have seven center backs, you you're not going to need the, your two seventeen-year-olds, yeah. eighteen-year-olds uh, to play for you. Um, Are you counting Pipo as well? Because it's Pipo. The fact yeah. that Pipo is still on the the roster, and I, I assume he's talking me too, or like what? Whatever's going on with him? What, like, what's the point of having him? But really, yeah, it's apparently uh, center backs are made of glass, mm-hmm. um, and they fracture very, very easily. Well, the one, um, the one guy, he yeah. tried to try to murder somebody. Apparently, quote unquote, murder somebody. 
on yeah. the field. So, <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh, he should be in prison for the rest of his life for that. Uh, if you, if you, you know, if you're some commentators <laughs> in the U.S., apparently that's what they would want. Uh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, <sighs> yeah. I mean, we we have plenty of center backs. It's just now we just have three of them that are injured, or four that are injured, if you count Sago right now. But who yeah. Knows him. Um, well, it's got the injury bug. Apparently, it's hit both G two and us, and it's just it's bad. So, let's <laughs> fingers crossed. Everyone comes out of this healthy, and we actually have more since we have such a long layoff that we have some time to get some people healthy. Yeah, I, I would say so. I, I think I think Sega's going to be okay. So I, I think we'll be all right. But, but you know, and then Williams will be back. He's, he's only um, after Dallas, his suspension's over, so he'll be back by Vancouver. So. It won't really be an issue after Wednesday. With his uh, suspension, was he allowed to practice with the team, or is he uh, suspended from practicing as well? I don't know. I would. I don't. I don't know. I would assume that it's just the games, right? Uh, I would hope so. But yeah, you know, I've seen he... other suspensions that you know in other sports, like if you're suspended in say the NFL, you cannot be you know there at the uh, at team facilities at all. I don't know. I don't know if MLS does that. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't think hmm. so. Because I would love to him have be having, you know, practice, getting touches, and staying fresh, and so come, you know, the the following game on the 17th, he's ready. And yeah, especially with Sega coming in, you know, they haven't played together, so yeah, it's built that totally. with them. Yeah, absolutely. That would help significantly. All right, this one is from. Oh, I'm gonna butcher this. It's two bid two B Daniel eleven. I'm assuming. Uh, do you think we can go all the way? I'm assuming they're talking about MLS and not my brother. MLS Cup. To, to win MLS Cup, I don't think so. No, me either. Um, I don't. I. It's we're in a rebuild. We're you know like. I think this rebuild is going a hell of a lot better than what I expected it to. Oh, 100%. Um, I, think, I think a lot of people expected a lot less from this team. Yeah, so I'm I'm pleased. If we get into the, the playoffs and, you know, we win one game and we're knocked out after, I'd be okay with that. I think that would be, like, a a good progression to say, yeah, we're improving, we're getting there. Yeah, exactly. I think I think Greg just taking a team that, you know, has been so poor for so long and making them a, you know, playoff team. I think it's, it's a step in the right direction. Well, we, it's, we had the problem with the, what's his name, making decisions so much. Um, Klein, Chris Klein making decisions and they would, you know, like their attitude was, Oh, we just need one guy to, to make us an a MLS cup team again. And it's like, okay, we'll sign Zlatan. And you know, Zlatan can only carry so much. He, okay, he, he tried to carry that team. He tried everything. Oh, I, I to know. Carry that team. Just, so, so much, but was, we surrounded with such crap. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sorry, this is not going to happen. So yeah. it's, Oh yeah. It's uh, I think we, we finally accepted that, we do need to do a full rebuild, even though we've been rebuilding for the last five years. Um, it's finally that time where they said, yep, we agree. We need to rebuild. And now we're seeing the what's coming of it. Yeah, I would say this year, don't expect them to win a cup or even do a cup run. I mean, next year, I think, is, is when you have Greg more settled and, yeah. and getting a lot more, more of his guys. Uh, you can talk about more next year. I think this year, you just hope that 
are taking steps in the right direction. But I would even say oh, next yeah. is, is a little too early. But um, you know, it's MLS, so you can always make a run if you get in the playoffs. You know, it's oh, no, no, yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. We'll have uh, guys who are hopefully at that point very, very comfortable mm-hmm. in with MLS and playing, and you know, like guys like Grant Sear and Cabral might be you know full of confidence and ready to play. And if we have uh, what Chicha is next year's his last year, I believe. Is what it is, or see, we have one year after that. But the other way, we still have him, though, right? Um, yeah, I believe he's. Yeah, he's still here next year. Okay, so I, you know, offensively, we'd be okay. We need to, you know, fill some holes possibly in the uh, central midfield. Um, but with you know, we got Revolution or sorry, uh, Revolution. Um, you know, as our defensive mid, which might mean that Jonah's on the way out. I believe this is the last year of his contract. Yeah. Um, so, you know, maybe we need, you know, since we got another, you know, we have a, a defensive midfield, maybe we need an attacking midfielder. Um, you know, it doesn't look like unless Saldana uh, or Saldana improves significantly, um, that he'll be that guy. Um, so we, we, there's a few places that we need to continue to, to build where we need pieces but we'll be a lot closer next year than what we are this year. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that 100%. I think, I think this year uh, I wouldn't expect too much in, in the sense of like hoping that we'll get a cup, like a, make it to the MLS Cup. But, you know, we still haven't seen the full potential of this team yet. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying not count it out, but I'm saying probably should probably count that out. Yeah, that's true. You know, maybe once we see the, the real first team, this might actually happen. So. <laughs> All right, this one from Stay in Trucha. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Um, can can this team shoot from outside the box? Sure, doesn't seem like it. It seems like everybody wants to be inside the box and dribble it in there to uh, shoot. It is one of the things that comes with uh, confidence. That when you are confident in your goal scoring ability, you're willing to shoot from the outside. When you're not confident, you tend to look for that perfect shot and you, you know, tend to dribble all the way into the box. I got to get as close as I can to be able to put this in. And of course, defenders shut you down. So, yeah. you know, so I think a big part of it is just getting, getting those guys some confidence in, you know, the belief that they can score as well. Not that Chicha isn't the only guy. Yeah. I think I've seen like guys like Vasquez will take a shot from outside the box every now and then. Uh, you know, even like a, a question is a guy who will take a shot outside the box every now and then. So, there's guys who do it, but I mean, they don't really get that many opportunities to, to try it. There's no, there's no Juninho or, you know, there's, there's no Alex Juninho's going to take that shot from, from 25 yards out or whatever. So, yeah, well, I'm both of guys, tons and tons of confidence in their ability. Yeah. So there'd be, they're willing to shoot from outside, but yeah, I can do this right now. We get guys without confidence. They need to, you know, that's, that's why I insist the Grand Seer and, Cabral, they need to score. They need to get that confidence and go, oh, yeah, I can do this. And I think we'll see them shooting from the outside. I, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. They, but they seem a lot of more guys who are like, uh, you know, who will try to, you know, make a run to the end line and, and cross it in to get somebody a goal. So we'll see. That's true. Uh, this one from our good friend Art from Lars. Um, how many G2 players get called up for tomorrow? <laughs> I will, well, I, we all say, of them. Is it Harvey a D two player? I mean, he's he's played more D two than the first team this year. I mean, um, I, I don't expect that many. I, I think um, 
you know, I think they, they bring up Harvey maybe if you need another, you know, center defensive mid to see how, how it depends on, on how Sega's doing, obviously. Um, yeah. But maybe Harvey. Um, Prokranis, again, Prokranis is, is just coming back from an injury. He only played 30 minutes on Saturday after being out for like two, three weeks. Or two, I think it was like two, three weeks. Yeah, something like that. Uh, so I don't think he's going to be fit. I mean, if you want to maybe just have a body who can come on for 10 minutes maybe, but um, I don't think so. Neil is, 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 won't be ready for, for uh, quite a while. Other than that, those are the guys who you have on, technically on first-team contracts. Um, and I'm pretty sure that the first team has all the contracts. Like, I think their the roster is full. Maybe they need one more. They have one more spot available. But I'm pretty sure it's full. Um, so I don't know. I don't think you. I don't think you really loan up to any of the. I don't think you loan up any of you guys really. So. Yeah. Well, I. You know, I just I brought up the LA Galaxy, uh, you know, roster that's on LAGalaxy.com, and I know they probably don't update stuff very quickly, but under player status for for Can uh, for Kranis, or however you say his name. Um, he shows as unavailable, whatever that means. Maybe that's just because he was still injured. Um, Harvey shows as loaned out. Does that mean he's because he's loaned out to the second team? Yeah. So he's he's is that been, what it is? He's been with G two. I mean, for a couple months now. Um, but uh, again, if they need, I think they would they would call him back up if they needed to. Yeah. Can they pull him? Can they bring him back up if he's loaned out? I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's again with the MLS and USL rules, like before yeah. team where, you know, they can kind of bring in a guy or two if they needed to every now and then. But um, I think it's kind of tightened up a little bit more recently in the, in the more recent years. So yeah, it's how uh, they it seems like they just make up rules every so often. So That's, uh, who I, knows? Yeah, welcome, welcome to us soccer, I guess. You yeah, know. exactly. They, yeah, and they show Jalen Neal is unavailable as well. And that might be just due to injury. And then they show uh, Bomb Stieg is loaned out as well. Yeah, Bomb Stieg is down there with uh, with G two. G two as well. Uh, him, him, and him and Lopez have been the ones who have been uh, fighting for that that first team spot. I see. G two even even had um, Klinsman play G two. I think like two weeks ago, a week ago. Oh, so, was that just to give him some minutes? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, it's it depends. I I think I think they can bring up. The guys that they loaned out, so I think Harvey is going to be. I, I would expect Harvey. I mean, I probably expect Harvey to be on the bench um, against Dallas. I would say bring up every keeper you can and just go all keepers on the field. Just, go, just put three keepers in there. You know who they absolutely. They won't know, they won't know which one is technically the keeper. So I'm just saying, <laughs> just confuse them. That's I'm all for that. <laughs> all right. Um, this next one from our good friend Rock RDA. Uh, does people get in the team if he was around? Uh, I would say no, personally. I'm not a fan of his. I don't think he's that good. Um, he seemed to be, at, at like the end of last season, he seemed to be so checked out he could give a rat's ass about what was happening on the field. Um, if, you know, and it might be just because of who our coach was or whatever, but um you know, I'm not sure how he is. They've done, they seem to have done nothing with him. Um, he hasn't been playing with G2, has he? No, no. So, yeah, I mean, like at this point, what does he do? Is he just holding up the bench at the at times? Collecting that paycheck, man. Collecting that yeah. paycheck. 
ready, um, just getting ready to go back to Costa Rica. Is he just another gift from our mother-in-law? Is that what it is? That he's not trying, because we've got a uh, contract that we can't clear off the books, much like uh, um, Shelvick, and just like, oh, we're, we're stuck with him, but Greg is smart enough to say, I'm not playing that dude. Well, that's the thing is, you know, there's been, there was been rumors since even last year about him going and going back home and playing in the uh, Costa Rican League. Uh, so, I mean, I would assume uh, once – I, I don't know what the transfer window is for them or whatever, but, uh, I mean, I would assume he's not going to get playing time with us. I'd assume he, he gets old or he wants to go back, and I don't know. Uh, it would be best for all, <laughs> all parties if he, if he would, you know, find another team. Yeah. Well, I will point out that I do not list him – at least, oh, I don't think I added him. No, I, don't, I do not list him in the prediction game as an option for – goal scoring when selecting goals because I mean, so, he's not going to play. That's fair. That's fair. Um, <laughs> but no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't think he gets in this team. Even now, even when, especially with the revolution, I think that, the, that he's not going to, he's not going to get in that. That's he's yeah. not going to play this one from uh, take the wheel. 64 uh, is our rebuild ahead of schedule. We talked about that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It, it, simply, yeah, I think we are. I think we're ahead of schedule on the rebuild. Um, yeah, we've still got some uh, some slots to fill that we need to improve, but I think we're doing better than what uh, anyone expected. Yeah, that's why I wouldn't say it's ahead of schedule. I think it's started better than we expected. Yeah. You know, I, I can see that. that, yeah. I think Greg picked up good pieces and, you know, that he'll put more of a stamp on, on the team and the players. Uh, and then we'll lose contracts that are, are eating up our salary, like people, and uh, you know he'll get a. Uh, who knows with with Jonathan next year, uh, if he'll be with the team or not. Um, so he'll have a DP spot that he can play with, maybe next year. So again, it's it's just more more uh, more of a stamp that Greg can put on this team next year. This one from Charlo Schmarlos. Um, are, are the expect are the expectations for Cabral too high, and are we not holding all the players to the same standard? Um, well, let me let me ask for some clarification from you, Ed. What do you think that the expectations for Cabral are? I think people see the the DP tag and expect him to be you know like a just out of the gate, just be amazing player. Um, I don't think. I think he's, you know, it's what his, maybe his fifth game now, fourth or fifth game that he's played with this yeah. game. Um, I, w- I would say give him a little bit more time. Uh, I think it's fair to criticize him. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say not to. Uh, definitely there's, there's some aspects of his game that, that I think he can, he can improve on. Uh, but again, it's, it's a guy coming from a completely different country to, you know, uh, to hear where the league is going to be different, the the learning how to play at, at a different speed, a different with a whole set of different guys, um, getting used to a league. I think it takes a little while for some guys, um, and so I think you want to give him some more time. Again, it's fair to criticize. Um, I want to know what people's expectations are of like what they expect, like what is what are their expectations of him, and is is he. Do you think he was going to come in to be an additional goal scorer? I mean, yeah, I mean, if people are saying, "Oh, he's you know not doing like what Zlatan would do or something," well, you know, no one's going to be Zlatan, no matter what DP you sign, nobody's going to be him. 
Um, I, you know, I think he needs, you know, 10 games to get uh, comfortable with the, with the league, with the, uh, with the team. Cause I mean, you see him on, on the field, he makes some, there's some flashes of brilliance. There's some yeah. really good stuff that it's like, Ooh, this guy's, this kid's is exciting. I want to watch him. Um, but he's not putting it all quite together yet. And then a lot of the times he's thinking something different than the rest of the team. And that's obvious as he makes runs, as he's, you know, moving with the ball, that kind of stuff. He just needs some time, give him some time. And I think it's okay. And again, he's, he's come at a time where it's just the lineup has been so, uh, you know, there's been so many players coming in and out with not with injuries, with international call-ups. Like he still hasn't gotten to really play with his teammates all that often for, for that many games. So again, I, I would wait till this team, you see this team fully at its peak with all its players, all starting 11 players all together. Uh, and then I think we can start judging, you know, the Cabrals and, and the, and the grand and stuff. But until then, I mean, I think, you know, it's still, you're still getting to know everyone on the, on the team and, and Greg and, in a whole new culture. So I mean, it's again, fair to criticize him when, when he doesn't play well. And I, I, I'm with you guys and I would still say, give it, give it some time though. I would say, ask that question again in October. So whoever that was that was sending it out, I'm sorry, I didn't catch the name. Charlos Schmarlos. Yeah. Charlos Schmarlos. Ask that question again, come October. If, if what we think about him now, then in October, is is he meeting expectations? Yeah, I mean, I, I would even you know, almost a full season with the, the team. I think that'll be the time to evaluate fair. him. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and this last one, we're going to end on this one. Uh, it's not a question, but from our good friends, uh, uh, non Servium, I think is how he's pronouncing it. Um, he goes, We're with you, Ben. We're all behind you. So I want to give a shout out to Ben and his family. Uh, we're definitely behind you, Ben. We love you. Um, again, thank you all for your kind words and your well wishes for him and his family. Um, it's very much appreciated. So on that note, Big Tony, where can they find you on the social, sir? Um, well, the only one that I really do, and the only time I do anything on it is uh, when I send out the, uh, the game <laughs> link, is Twitter. So find me at Twitter uh, at Big Tony underscore 42. That's about it. Yeah, and like I said, turn on the notifications. It's Tony. Tony doesn't tweet much other than uh, the 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 links for the the prediction game. So if you want to get reminders on that, you can have that. But we also always tweet it out and retweet it and stuff. So uh, if you want, but if you want like those uh, ten minute before the game changes and you want to change your shit, and then Big Tony, the commish, allows it. He can uh, he'll send out those and. You can get notified right away. So go oh, follow. I will say I will say this. You can you can. Uh, you know, send me notes on uh, Twitter about F1. If you want to talk F1, I'm in. I watch a ton of F1. There so you send go. me notes on that. So I will, I'll tweet back when it comes to F1. There you go. Um, you can find Tucker on Twitter and Instagram and I think a couple other stuff uh, at ZeroCool138. Uh, go check out his Hawaii photos and videos. They're awesome. Um, you can find Ben on Twitter at um, DT Radio Ben. Uh, go send him some some good messages and and give him some uh, some happiness in his life. Send him send him uh, send him some nice uh, pictures. Not deep. No, no dick pics though. No dick pics. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at, at the Zombie Thirteen. Uh, you can find the show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. Go follow us. 
youtube.com slash right squadcast go subscribe uh go like this stuff we appreciate you guys we love you guys uh next week we will do about the same thing with the with the guests um i'm trying to lock down another guest for you guys uh but then two weeks we'll have the gang back together hopefully so um until then we love you guys stay safe uh on that note bye Hi. Hey, oh, this is I, because I don't get to hear the song. Uh, Brian, suck a dick, bitch, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure Ben cuts that out. We can use that for the, for the rest of the time. That has to be in there, no matter what. Has to be That's in my there. favorite part of the ending. Thank you, Big Tony. Appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Always. I'm here for you guys.